We in here, point black, period, bitch. Point black, period, bitch. Everybody say, how could you come about your face and say, I ain't the hardest nigga you done never heard? I left off like a rapper's dead and bird. A verse for me is like 11 birds. Just did the math, it's like $2,000 every word. I'm on the purge, I beat the church. I kill some niggas and I walk away from it. Then I observe just how you curved and told a nigga that they gotta wait for it. Yo, yo, what it is, what it is. Point Black Period, episode 55. 55? We in this bitch. I am your host, Brian. Yes, and I am your other host, Edna. <laughs> What's good? Yes, y'all, thank y'all for listening to last week's episode. Thank y'all for, you know, putting in time and effort into the page and, you know, talking to yes. us and all that good stuff that's going on. Um, you know... It's hot out here. It's definitely hot. <laughs> we going into that that you know summertime, hot, thundery, oh my gosh. crazy weather. Yes, climate change is really a thing. You feel it every year, honestly. It's really real out here. <laughs> From the food to the just like, what was that? <laughs> what Yo, was that? I mean, I've really been feeling them thunderstorms though, because it's like calming. But I don't need the little like tornado warnings and shit that come with those thunderstorms. The hell! I didn't even know hell. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. Was still rocking like twenty five <laughs> quarter quarter size hell. I don't need quarter size hell. I don't. My you car don't that. need it. Yes, yes. Save my car. Because I mean, what the fuck? Mm-mm, that's too much. Yes, but, you know, on the bright side of it <laughs> is the fact that, you know, spring is almost over, which means, you know, a lot of us Hurricane will not. <laughs> that, that is coming. But there is a positive, y'all. Yes, like, a for a good amount of people, our allergies will not be a thing for, <laughs> you know, until next year. Can't wait. So I actually am so prepared and so ready. The amount of money that I'm spending on allergy medication <laughs> And stuff like that, which as a reminder right now, I need to re-up because tomorrow won't be a good situation for me. Mm. Um, yeah, so no, I mean. The allergies are crazy because I barely even get them and I'm getting them. See, and that's so, crazy. that's just the problem. Yeah. That is crazy because I really, I haven't even known you to really have like. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. <laughs> so you've been really speaking on it this year. I've been chilling. I've been underneath the radar until <laughs> just this other day. Came at me hard, hard as hell. Yeah, I think that's also what's helping me on like the rainy days or whatever because I know when it rains, I'm good like to go outside and stuff like that. So Mm. even though we get like a tornado or whatever, it's it still is a good day to breathe because. (laughs) So you thought you thought until they had to get ready again and populate (laughs) themselves again. They out here doing work. They working. The pollen is regrouping. Okay, (laughs) and it's fucking me up. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But yes, yeah, so you know, we ain't gonna hold y'all. We're gonna get into the show. We're trying to, um, let's see if we can, you know, I don't know. Like, we've really been giving like two hour episodes, and I like them. Let's see what we do in this episode because we got a lot of good stuff that I, that I really am excited to talk about. Yes. So I would love to see because I don't even think we've really been doing as much talking this week. So I think a lot of the stuff that we say and is really going to be one of those. Like, I'm really interested to hear what you got to say because exactly. I ain't been hearing what you've been saying. <laughs> So this much. Week, friends. I've been, I've been. <laughs> nah, but it's been what have crazy. we learned? That's what we we need yes. to talk about. So yes, um, if you're new to this, you know we normally we no not normally because maybe what this is our third normally. time doing this. Uh, we start off the show with talking about you know what we've learned between the time of our last taping. Yeah, you know. So um, for me, 
it could get a little dim, a little dark, oh, or whatever. But nah, it is what it is. Um, what I've learned this week that family isn't necessarily everything. Mm. Like Mic drop. <laughs> and it's kind of like one of those where you could probably leave it like that. But you know, um, I'm one of those that will die on a said hill. You know. For a family, like mm. the family that I do have, because I am known to like really cut all that type of stuff off, and you know, don't matter who it is. I mean, I'm happy to see that we're now getting to a point to where people are realizing that you know, parents aren't always the best, and if you need to cut them off, then that is also something that is okay mm. or whatever. Which I guess kind of helps me in a sense because I never really heard, you know that before but right. I've done it so you've always got you all I always had that thing in my head to where I, I did what was best for me but you still have that thing in the back of your head that kind of is like well was that the right move that's a parent right like, that's important but that's a child so yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like one of those that I think now I'm getting that reassurance that okay you did make the right move um, but you know now you know, uh, there's so much stuff going on. And like I spoke on, you know, last uh, episode, you have funerals that happen. And then you have those little moments where it's like, you know, the family is talking about, oh, well, I, I like being around y'all. And, you know, this is the type of energy that we need to keep and things like that. So it's going around that time. And, you know, um, so it kind of brings the more more of that out. Mm. And, um and it really is one of the things where you really just, you are learning that family really isn't everything. Like, I, for me, it's not a, something that I learned yet, but I'm in the process of trying to do it, is you really do have to let people live. And um, you could want the best for them, and you can, you know, break it down, and you could, you know, really, really want to be there for a person, but... If they don't want you there, or if they feel strongly about what they have going on, then there's really nothing that you could do. You. Right. But even in like some of those type of situations, I guess me speaking personally, I'm really not even seeing any of that. Like, right. you know, I've really been like yelling about that recently. Like, it just seems real ungrateful. Like, there's a lot of stuff that got to be moved around and a lot of time that's taken off to put into certain situations. And it's not saying that you're looking for it, but it's, I feel like it's just common courtesy. Like, so you notice when it's not there and then you do feel a certain type of way when, you know, it's said or, you know, it's felt as if, you know, what you did wasn't even important. Mm. Um, so, you know, but at the same time, you have to learn that people have their own things going on and, Certain people just don't know. Um, you can't do better if you don't know better. Mm. And I think that is what um, I'm learning from. I had a um, I had a tweet oh. from last night about Sagittarius's, and it kind of touched me like to where I was actually just thinking about putting it in there now. Um, but I'm trying to because that's not even the one I retweeted. But. Um, I was trying to see if I could find it. But it was saying something about how Sagittarius really do learn about, you know, the environment and what's going on around them and 
they're known for their wisdom and a lot of them do turn out to like be stuff like seers and psychics and you know stuff like that so I thought that was cool Uh, I can't find the actual tweet or whatever and I don't really want to waste time trying to look for it but yeah like so I guess a lot of that is the frustrating part like everybody's not going to be you and I am one of the people who've been through a lot but I also learned from other situations so it's like if I see that a person is going through that then if I'm seeing myself go through the same thing then I'm going to be like well that person had that outcome how can I change it or whatever Mm. to you know have a different outcome for me or something like that. So, yeah. So, I'm trying to, you know, really learn all that. But what I really did learn is that I do just, I have to let people live. Like, you know, and you can't save everybody. Uh. And, you know, um, sugarcoating things and babying is not something that's going to help in the real world. So, but it's hard. That is painful. Yeah, but I mean, pain, like I've always said on this podcast, is not necessarily a thing that I'm afraid of when it comes to certain things. Like, pain is pain. It hurts. It hurts. But deal. You know, that's a thing. Mm. So, you just got to move forward or whatever. But it's just, it's like a different type of, you know, mentality or whatever when it's family or whatever because there's such, it's such like strong power behind it so you don't feel comfortable moving like that because you would do that to a regular person or somebody that you call an acquaintance it's a loyalty aspect of it but um and that's all you know really i feel i am in a lot of situations i feel like i'm very loyal in certain situations there's nothing but support coming from me there's no judgment any of that I don't and I, I think it's one of them uh, traits if not I, if it's a gift and a curse mm. because the judgment and um, all that extra stuff behind it really comes from a lack of giving a fuck so it's kind of like you know of course you know I'm cool with it or whatever because what, how am I supposed to feel about it like what what do you want like because I mean I'm not a hater or anything like that uh, <laughs> not necessarily all. I mean for I guess from what you're saying, yeah, from for me, yeah, because you know I think it is them situations where people are actually genuinely, you know, happy and supportive and things like that. Which in certain aspects I am, but it's a lot of stuff that really comes from the lack of I'm not giving all that extra energy. So why would I feel any different? Mm. Like how you move is how you move, and I'm excited for whatever you do. Period. So, and that's just what it is. It's like, you know, ain't no hate behind nothing because, you know, everybody has their own rights. But that's getting into a whole nother thing. Um, what I'm really, you just got to put it in your head is the hill that you die on, it's just, it's unnecessary. You don't have to die on the hill, especially for somebody who won't even show up to the funeral. Mm. So, you know, and that's just where... I am like bingy bang bang, <laughs> bitty bang. <laughs> Damn. So well, yeah, that is good. I mean, uh, through a, that that that's just crazy. I I want to see what you do with it, like how you move forward with this. I feel like I'm gonna do well with it because. You know when you talk about something and you feel like you know when you lying about something, you know when you know you are actually genuine about something. Like and like I was saying 
earlier, like when I was saying it out loud, I just, I felt a release of pressure mm. or whatever. So I think it'll go well because it's all in the, you know what? I'm taking myself out of it. Yes. You know, I can't, I can only do so much. And when the feeling is not reciprocated or I feel as if you're doing nothing with it anyway, move how you move. And all I ask is you leave me out of it. <laughs> and that's just how that goes. Like, that's the way the cookie cookie crumbles. That's how it goes. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Break it off, boy. Hey. Hey. But yeah, no. <laughs> that's how you you broke it you broke it down, so it could forever be broke. Yeah, like, okay. and I like saying putting it on the podcast and saying it out loud because it makes it solid, and I feel like I can't go back on it because I'm not gonna play myself. I call it a reference point. Yeah, you can definitely go back and be like, oh, this is where I caught the fuck out of myself. And the, as much as I have to listen back and edit and shit by the time I'm done with this it's gonna be ingrained in me whether I want it or not so I'm just forcing myself to move the way I know I need to that's why speaking the realness on the podcast is the only way (laughs) the only way well I learned a couple of different things but I mean because of the church aspect that Brian had um brought into it which I agreed to go with (laughs) and um yeah but I want to talk about what I tweeted and what I felt like was happening to me during that time when I was like learning that even if I think I'm fine or I can just brush it off, my mental can't. And that's when it grows and it turns into frustration, which turns into irritation. And then I just blow up. Oh, I got to sneeze. I feel like I got to sneeze. Oh, but yeah. yes. And then I blow up. But, um, and then I went on to say, gotta really just face the situation head on. And that is just like what it's really been. Like, that's what's been really on my mind for such a long time. Like, such a long time. And every time I think about it, I still think about it. (laughs) And nothing happens. It's like I don't take action on what my intuition is telling me. And it's ridiculous. And this is where I get to the point where I just blow the fuck up. Because... I know better. I've been telling myself better. I know what I need to do. And everything that comes with what I do. And when I do it, like, I know that's going to be the best thing I did. But yet the fuck, I'm still here making, like, a, oh, I, I know I got to do that, but whatever. Like, I wish I could stop doing that stupid but. shit. That's, that's what it really is. Because I feel like that's what keeps holding me in my now. Because as I try to go to my next, I still fucking want to look back and, and be like, oh, shit. Like, I always want to look back. Move the fuck forward. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I really want to try to tell myself. So when I listen back to this, I will forever know that this is my reference point. Yes. To get my shit together. I like that. I like that. I like that. And it's kind of like, bless you. Thank you. I think it's one of them things that we got to uh, learn. And I think it... It would help if we set boundaries. Shit. Sorry. Bless you. Yes. I think it would definitely help if we, like, set boundaries in those situations because it's okay to feel those yeah. things. So, But it's just how long are we going to allow ourselves? And then what is going to be tactics that we use to make sure we bring ourselves out of it because we do know that we do know better in a lot of situations. Exactly. It's really just hard to act on it. And I always use the 
jumping into a cold pool type of situation. It's like, you know, you always take forever to just jump in the pool. You put your toe in, it's cold. Now it's like, oh, I don't want to go. I don't want to get in. But once you finally just jump in, then you in it all day and you don't even want to get out. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it in summation. That's it. So I definitely fuck with what you said with that and I like the tweet or whatever because it literally sounds as if what we was talking about like last week with yes. the you know exploding and you know all that so yes friends it's real it's real seeking. and then church was about losses this has been like a um I think he's doing like a losses series but I don't think he really knows that he is <laughs> but <laughs> last week he talked about um like getting over like using your losses as your launching pad instead of like a moment where you're just like hurt and depressed and all of that use that to fuel you to your next and then today he was talking about um child he was talking about too much i was like pastor he, he was like where was i at? Yeah. <laughs> but he just sometimes he just talks okay and he got he got to get it off but he was saying, you know, just use a temporary shock to help you get yourself together. Like, don't use what paralyzed you to, like, what, don't use what's happening now that's not permanent as something that's paralyzing you. Like, don't make it something permanent. It's just a momentary loss. It's not a forever thing. So just take it as what it is. Try to understand it because eventually you will understand it. And just be calm. Calm. Keep calm. Keep calm. God is working. And that's how it goes. Yeah. And that's what I stand on anyways. Because I have a whole God is working alarm every day. She did. At 7 p.m. Okay. I got to remember what is going on, honey. And that <laughs> is that God has got me. God's like got me. It goes off all the time. It does. I got a new alarm now. Stick to the plan. Stick to the plan. And like I said, on my phone, I got it on there. I just stay focused. It's so funny because everybody loved that my phone say that. Because they'd be like, it's like you have to tell yourself to stay focused. It's not a question mark. It's li- it's nothing. It's literally like it's telling you to stay focused. Which, you and them crystals, I was saying I really want one or whatever because like I was saying with you whatever the crystal is it's still like a constant reminder yes and I do believe how we say when we're in relationships or anything like that it's like that constant reassurance is good for Mm -hmm. relationships Mm -hmm. and I feel like that having something like that on you that's supposed to stand for that kind of checks you puts you in check to where you can remember that that's the direction that you want to go in and try not to go to the old you. It's symbolism. It's yes. just symbolism. Every day you know that if I have this, it represents love. If I have this, it represents peace. I'm not going to go outside of that. And that's why meditating is really real. Like, that's why I really want to incorporate it into everything that I'm pretty much doing. Because a lot of people don't know what meditating is. Mm-hmm. Because you have this idea in your head about what it is. And then you, when you actually do it, you're like damn this shit is really crazy like legit I can see myself levitating at a point because if I really stick to it like you really can do so much with your mental with your brain like damn 
I think so. And maybe I should get into stuff like that. Because, like, I do do like listening to those um, frequencies Mm. and stuff like that on YouTube, where it's always positive vibrations, clearing out negative energy, you know, things like that. Um, I like those. But um, maybe the physical act of meditating or whatever would be good. Because I like to put those on, like, when I'm going to sleep Mm -hmm. and shit like that. Just have that whole vibe or whatever. Because I'm whatever I'm going through during the day I definitely don't want to interrupt my sleep like at the end of the day I'm not going to stress about this all day and sleep stress oh no like, so I want to have something that's sleep out there reminding me throughout the night that mm-hmm. Rick this is your positive time oh yeah this is sleep mm-hmm. this is something that you're just not going to budge on you're not letting anything else intrude this time exciting times right <laughs> so you know I fuck with those things and I think maybe like you were saying I should go into the physical act of it's just the breathing in and like releasing when you exhale mm-hmm. it seems like a release type thing and it's like first it's like why do I want to hear this person talk like I don't want to really yeah, hear really all of like that those. yeah but after you do it and while you're doing it you start realizing like yo there's really power in this like it really feels good it really takes you from whatever you were it really clears and calms you right and it's like all over your body and it's dope because you did it it was all you you didn't have to go get liquor you didn't have to go get the other stuff you know it's 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 just what you needed to do. Oh, trust. <laughs> but, yeah, like, it's just it's dope because people be trying every day, all day, morning, noon, and night. So if you got something to, like, calm you, you know, instead of having to die, dive into your, yeah, into your vices, like, you, you can just... You can just pull out within yourself and pull out the positive that you need to keep going. And to keep going, get home to your shit. <laughs> nah, but yeah, it's good. I'm trying to do it like twice a day or something. Oh, that's good. Because the morning ones be lit. Like, mm-hmm. that really be setting the, the whole day up. Right. Yeah. I'm still trying to get like all my notes together and that'll be step one for me. Like, like I said, I like to do like the little notes and stuff mm-hmm. around like the mirror and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I want to complete that at least as a step one because I feel like that's something I've been wanting to do for the longest. So I don't want to come out of nowhere. I'm trying to put order in my life. Yeah. So it's certain things that it's just that I want to do for certain things. So yeah, I can go right into meditating, but I don't want to skip over something that I also felt was going to be good for me mm-hmm. also and go into another thing. Like That's necessary because it's your process. Yeah, so, so I just want to do it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do like the um, notes. I, I have so many things that I have around me. I got the whole victory lap board. I got like this other board that's like breaking down how I want my days to go yes. and the things that I want to speak into existence. And then yes, existence. Mm-hmm. I feel like I said that all the way wrong. And then I got my little calendar where I have like what I want to do. And then at work I have a to-do list. Like I try to do things even though I hate you know, as Sagittarius, because I feel like we hate routine or we hate schedules yeah. but it's something that we just gotta do because we, we gotta tighten up free spirited yes. all the time yes spontaneous mm-hmm. like I just wanna do whatever Where the fuck the I want blowing. to do yeah exactly let's go in that direction cause that to do list will be looking at me like and I'll be like I'm doing whatever the fuck I want see you when I see you 
Exactly. <laughs> it's so sad. We gotta get together. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's you know it's all good. We we working on it. I mean, I feel like I don't want to stress too much about it because it's like we're still young. So the fact that I feel like we are even having these conversations mm-hmm. and even trying at this age is already a step in the right direction, and we're already ahead. Right. Right. So just think how it would be when we get into our 30s and 40s and now we're, there's even more control that we have. Right. What are we going to do? Mm, more responsibilities. Right. That's why I'm happy that I'm getting this shit done now or I'm getting into this bag now because I would hate to get into my older age or even introduce a child into this and I'm not together yet. It's and I feel like... Yeah, and I feel like a lot of... That's what the problem was with our parents. Like, they didn't have their selves together. Their, their shit and their selves. Mm-hmm. They didn't have it together at all. And it's like, damn. And this and we see what kind of uh, results that turned out to have. Because look at the fuck... Look at how we move. Even yeah. if we're not terrible, we are definitely... Works in progress. Yes. We are trying to get ourselves together. Yep. And shit is hard, especially <laughs> when you don't have nobody to fall back on. There's to, no right? book. There's no manual. There's nobody in front to really be like, these are the steps you need to take to go. And at this point, I feel like, and not just us, you know, I don't think no, I have no, to say that. What? Nothing. Okay. Um, I don't think I have to say that, but it's like the whole mental health movement is an amazing thing right now. And, um, I really think it's helping a lot of people. And I do believe as much hate social media gives off, I think it is one of the things that's also pushing this narrative also. I'm glad that it is. Yeah. I'm glad that more people are speaking on it. I'm glad that it is, it, it is a social conversation now. It's no longer a closet conversation. Mm-hmm. And that is dope as we get out of um, Mental Health Awareness Month and we come into Black Music Month and Pride Month. Go ahead. Woo-hoo. Oh, yeah. Shout out Pride Month. Yes. It's the beginning. It Help is. Everybody be safe. Lydia. Have fun. Mind your business. <laughs> Live your life. And point black. Period. Here we are. <laughs> that is it. That is it. Are we jumping into um, what we want to do? Since entertainment is real light, I feel like we should just do that and knock it out real quick. Well, either way, because music and entertainment was light for me. Oh, okay, okay. Well, music it is. <laughs> Keep it in the order. So, seeing it, do you have more? Do you want to go first, or um, get mine out the way? Yeah, music was slight, but I do want to talk about, um, and the only reason why I'm bringing up Rotimi is because of what's been going on. Or me, if I could be Jackie Long for a second. Mm-hmm. That nigga said, Rotter me. What the fuck? First of all, how? How did you get that from that? But this nigga's name has been circulating, so I don't it, understand there's how There's no you... way you didn't know. <laughs> So either there's some beef or you really under a rock. Rodomy and the pennies, like my nigga, just <laughs> stay off Instagram. Just cancel yourself. Cancel <laughs> yourself real quick. Um, but yes, Rotimi actually put out a decent album and it was pretty damn good. But it wasn't like I ain't even gonna hate. It was good. It was good. I just ain't gonna I'm not gonna say it. he's 
that number one spot. Was it all like the same vibe, or was he like more so R and B? Was he like more African? He like... was given both. He did a lot of um, he did like African beats, but it was more so geared to R and B. Yeah, because mm. I'm still trying to listen. Because I really want to listen to the album. I keep running past it. I've already saved it and all that type shit. But um, I just have not been. I feel like I haven't been in a situation where I would want to take a Road Timmy. Like, you know, that moment. I haven't been in a Road Timmy vibe. Or I guess I should say I haven't been in a space to where I would normally take in that type of music. Mm. So when I take it in, finally, I wanted to be in the correct setting to where I can figure out if I really did fuck with it or not like cause yeah. everybody knows like you like certain music where if it's like in a perfect set right it has to be the right setting for this to, to hit like yeah but I don't know I don't know I want to see how much replay value it really does have because at this moment I've been playing it but how long will I be playing mm-hmm. but um I do like I like Legends, um, the, the song is called Legend. I like the war- lyrics on there, but the beat is like, he was kind of, like, it wasn't, I just want to see him with better producers, better team, because mm-hmm. he said he went independent and after being with G-Unit, and I didn't even know all that, right. but. I mean, judging from those obvious reasons that we're saying right now. The money, the money, but yeah, like, with all that being said it was a decent project and i will go back to it for now because he got like a song called summertime which is definitely a hit and i'm fucking with i'm fucking with it like it's seven songs so we really don't have that much 23 motherfucking minutes once again don't really have that much so you will go through it in no time and it's a vibe while you go through but um yeah. <laughs> There's no words. <laughs> um, my next J. Cole. J. Cole has been out here killing the shits. Purple emoji first came out. I it took me a little bit to kinda like really, really get into it. But it's good. It's good. I just wish that Todd Allison really did more. Like they said on Joe's podcast. I think that's what he was saying. He was like, Why didn't Ty get in his It was back? his song and yeah. you couldn't tell. Yeah, because he didn't want to do any work. He just wanted to follow on J. Cole's feature. Mm-hmm. But J. Cole did what he needed to do. The song is good. Ty Dolla Sign's little run was good because that's all he did. One run. That's all I remember from him. And then J. Cole came on Thugger's song, The London, with Travis Scott. Travis Scott and J. Cole made that song. I, I just don't understand Thug's fucking verses. Like, why he got to be so dumb sometimes? Like, <laughs> Why the fuck are you saying this dumbass shit? But it's like then, then like he he covers it up, and he makes like classic music, not classic music, but it's always a vibe. Like when um, my life lifestyle 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 came out that last one summer. That shit took the whole summer over, and then the other like he always makes summer anthems, but his verses just be like what the fuck. But the um the London is definitely a summer hit. That's that shit is rocking. It's gonna be everywhere. Um Lucky Day is another person I've been listening to here and there. 
it's definitely a vibe when you're just trying to calm down, when you're trying to get into your, you know, calm little zen moments. Um, of course, Roll Some More is a hit. And then you got Concentrate, which is another song that I'm digging right now. Then you got Coffee, the girl that sings, um, y'all know what she's saying. <laughs> um, is it, oh shit, I, why do I not know the name oh. of the song? Yeah, it's called Toast. But the one she be like, I can't this song. But she definitely is. I like her. I like her. I really do like her. She's a Jamaican artist. She's definitely been popping up everywhere, and I'm feeling her. I'm feeling her vibe. And Gold Link has also been popping up everywhere, which is awesome. And I do actually like the song he has on the other African side of things. Because I shouted him out last week with Malik Berry. And then he's back out again with, um, he just be picking out whoever. And it, the song is called, it's called Joke Ting. <laughs> so he's been in his Caribbean bag. And I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. So keep going. Um, I'm watching. I'm definitely watching. Oh, shit. Yes, I'm excited. I like when, um... I like when the summertime is matched with Caribbean vibes. It's yes. just it just works. I just feel like that's what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Speaking of summer summertime vibes, I feel like that Tierra Marie song, "Make Her Feel Good," is definitely a summer song. Oh lord, it feel like it, but that's old as hell. Um, Jacquees also pulling out the R and B bag. I actually do like Jacquees is actually a good little R and B artist. I'll give him that. So, he put out Who's, and that's going to be one of them sing-alongs. Just give it some time. Kevin Gates dropped. I don't know how I feel. I have to listen to it. And I do want to shout out BJ, the Chicago Kid. Or B, just, they call him BJ the Kid now. And um, it's called Time Today, and that shit is hot. And I want to talk about this unnecessary-ass remix, Dirty, for Dirty, which is um, with Tank. And then he added Chris Brown. And, and you know, I love... I actually love Tank. And I, mm-hmm. you, everybody knows I love Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. But this I could have done without. This I could have done without. It's like a sample. And it's just not everything I needed. Which I need them to give me fire. Because Chris Brown and Tank are known to give fire. So I don't understand. I mean, I, that just sounds bad in that situation because the song was amazing so how could Chris Brown get on it and not get better it just it just wasn't who did take give a different verse yeah because it's a whole remake it's a whole remake the song is I a heard whole remake. Say, it like I think I saw it on his page it sounded like he slowed it down it's just a mess and speaking of mess I'm Gucci Man and Justin Bieber what the fuck that was also a remake love through the computer like what you need to do is stop I'm upset. I'm upset. I'm all for Justin Bieber on because I I love Justin Bieber's voice. I'll be the first one to admit it. But I don't need that shit with no Gucci man, especially you don't know love through the computer. None of the computer love re- like just 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 stop it. Just stop it with the remakes, please. Like unless it's certified a fucking hit by the people that made the original. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> Period. Period. Yes, yes. That's me. Mm. Oh, no, no, no. I do have to shout out YG. YG's album was pretty good, too. 
Um, that heart to heart song was so good. I mean, I just like the Nipsey trip, like all of it, all of it, all of it. Keep doing your thing, YG. I like a hood ass nigga mentality. That thing where they were saying he was saying something about all the love for Nipsey or whatever was fake. Yeah, of course. Well, not, I don't know if he said love or right. He basically that time afterwards, the movement or whatever. It died yeah. all the way down. Um, and I do actually like that he's still questioning what happened with Nipsey and how it's, it, you know, what we are seeing is not real. And that goes back to what I said. But like I said, I'm still waiting for this shit to unfold. I just want to come back whenever this, if we're done with Point Black Period, well, if we are still doing Point Black Period, I don't care if we 60 years old when we find out what the fuck really happened. Because a motherfucker is going to post that shit. We're going to come back just Just for that one. <laughs> just for that one. I'm going to be like, look, didn't I tell y'all? But for now, for now, I'm just be quiet. I'm down. I, we could come right back just to let her rent and me to be in the background talking about right and then we can just end it right there. Speaking of things that we don't know is true or not, <laughs> what's up with this Jesse situation? I just want to know. I literally saw all that stuff and did not bring it up because I was like, I feel like Evan's going to be like, no, we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know. I just really want to know. But now they're trying to say that the police was lying and there's but a possibility that now the whole Jesse situation could be true, which... We go come and take a second for me. Yes. And say that, you know, we didn't know. I just want to. And I want to believe him. I just know that I never believe the police, but I don't believe Jesse either. Mm-hmm. I just want to say that. But if it, if I'm wrong, like I said, I love when a motherfucker tell me I'm wrong. But until the evidence is here. You can have a nice conversation about it, but. Yes. I, I just want to wait for all of it to drop out and come on out because so many things have been I would love for Jesse to be right because the way that nigga was walking through them courts Ah. like he better have been right he better have been telling the truth I just want to be clear the only reason I even care or hope that he would be telling the truth is that the fact that when people say things out their mouth I want to believe them like I don't want to automatically be like a person's lying even if the stuff don't sound right because then that would contradict everything I says with how there's billions of people in the world nothing could be literally be the same so just because it doesn't sound right to you doesn't mean that it's any less true even though none of the shit sounded right and I can't say or will say if I believed it or not I just want to believe him cause who the fuck and at this point Fucking empires canceled. They tried to bring Star back and can't. can't. So why the fuck? Like, what are we doing at this Lee point? Lee Daniels just lost. And I wanted to go back real quick on the, you know, just take a, a random shot at DJ Khaled. But it's like the Nipsey situation. Do you honestly believe that the movement is dead at this point? Like, we're not on that same level as when we... When he first passed? Oh, no. Definitely not at the same level at all. But is their movement dead? Completely not. It's not dead. But it's definitely not at the same high that it was. I do appreciate um, Nick Cannon for still pursuing the Dr. CB um, documentary. Yeah, those random ass rumors. Yeah, talking about he was scared. I but like that, that was. He spoke of. Yeah, as per usual. And he's not going to stop. And I do appreciate that. But. For the all the people that was talking, the mar- marathon continues. We gonna do this for Nip. We gonna do that for Nip. Maybe it's under, you know, maybe it's underground, and we're not seeing it. But for the Is most part, yeah, we not we not allowed with it like we were in the beginning. Right. I I feel like the part that I'm saying where the DJ Khaled part comes in is the fact that 
with a person at the height of where DJ Khaled is to have dropped a record with basically what could seem as if Nipsey's last and recent verse mm. I feel like that should have been something that amped everything back up and kind of made us remember that this was a movement and it was good and it's something that should happen so it kind of threw me off when you know and it made me think about that when you was saying that you know it was kind of like dead or the fact that we're even having that conversation or something like that could even be said at this point is crazy to me especially how recent that situation was and then I feel like the momentum should have been brought back up with Khaled yeah Khaled um, dropped the ball with that one because he didn't give it enough focus time he dropped everything at the same time so we just had to indulge all of Khaled's he wouldn't be Beyonce so bad but I feel like his movement would have been bigger and better if he would have did Did the nifty rollout because nobody gives a fuck about Khaled to the point to where we care if he drop an album that nobody knew was coming like it's we almost, care about the record. We appreciate the his record. Shit would be we appreciate that, the video yeah, too. I would okay, let me clarify that. Yeah. He's like I said, he's a huge artist. But wrong time to do some shit that a person who is over and which we were surprised can pull some shit off like that. Mm. Um it's not that wasn't the right time to do it. I feel, I feel like he should have He should have been a better rollout. Yeah. And he should have definitely did a remake of yeah. the whole um of the whole song. He should have did like a part one, part two, like Rihanna did work. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and do like the Lauren London, his son, his daughter, like everybody in the video and just like kind of saying that Nipsey went higher. Like, you know, just did like a better rollout of that song and kind of held it at a sacred level because it's not just like, a, oh, he, he kind of did it like, oh, I got something for y'all. I got the last one of Nipsey. It felt like a money move more or less than a, like, a, like a this is the last song. I got a Nipsey. Like a genuine move. And yeah. that's what I, I think fucked him up. The album to me, like, I feel like piggybacking off of what you said, didn't feel like an album. It didn't feel like one of Khaled's last albums. And I guess to go back to the last episode, I still feel some type of way. I don't know if it's me starting to miss Nikki or what, but like Nikki, it just felt weird that she wasn't there. Especially when I do look back and she was on at least the last four of his albums and was on multiple songs on those albums. So it just felt weird that she wasn't nowhere in sight. And I'm sure it'll come out later as why it was a day. I hope. I mean, at least it'll be something. Because, I mean, honestly, I miss her. Like, I miss her presence. I feel like, yes, it's an amazing time for women, especially the big women when it comes to the BET nominations. But were there any... Oh, Cardi. Huh? That's it. He only did one song with one woman. Yeah. Cardi. And it gave that presence of where a person, a woman who was still big, was on the last at least four to five albums. She wasn't nowhere on them. It just felt weird. And the fact that Cardi only had one song, it kind of makes you have that question on where is she not on there because Cardi's on there? And can you not have multiple women like what is that especially with women running shit right Right. now especially like because there's a lot of women out and then we have the BET nominations that 
you know, I feel like it's the most diverse in a while. It has ever been. Yeah, like, I mean, in a world where Trina's still out here working, Cash Doll is out here, Megan out here, Iggy's out here. We, huh? Megan got one. Megan got one. Megan got a nomination. Like, yes. But no, um, we got, you know, people talk about Rhapsody. I haven't actually listened to her yet. Tink is huge in my life. Um, it's an amazing, amazing, amazing time for women. Does the VT get um awards get a, a level up now? Mm, no. Because <laughs> we needed to be the black Grammys, okay? Remy, the Remy is a thing. I wanted to, uh, didn't want to forget her. But yeah, like, BET, I feel like it hypes it up or whatever. But points, we got to see the show. And we also got to see who you got to give it to. They got to make sure they got a right host. The host. Regina Hall is the host. Mm. Which I'm not saying that would be the best host, but I can't say shit because was I she love not Regina Hall. The host of last year or something? Mm. And she was stale? She was the host of something, but I don't know. Like, stale or boring or not, I'm not going to disrespect Regina Hall. So she got it, and I'm going to watch it. She better not be stale. <laughs> I don't got time um, for that shit. Oh, well, you know the music. <laughs> Or, or what, yes, yes. What, did you have anything that you wanted to say? No, not for music. Um, we didn't start off with press like we normally would with a Cardi record drops. I think because we both um aren't necessarily feeling it. Um, the more I listen to it, the more I like it. But the reasons I don't like it um comes from the fact that it, I feel like it's been a minute since she dropped her own. Record we get wish wish was the most recent. She's been on Tatiana. She's been working, um, but I li- I would like the song if it wasn't a single. I feel like I don't like it because of how I feel the business move is. Like mm-hmm. I don't like it being a signal si- a single. The best part I believe about that song is the the single artwork. <laughs> it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing. Amazingly shot. Uh, she's beautiful. The shot is a be- is beautiful. I feel like that's the best part of the song. Um, I mean, it's a hard song, yes, but I don't like the fact that I guess my issue is the fact that it's a single. Cardi B is going to make this up with the visuals. That's yeah, she, she always but does. she always she takes over Instagram, and we got to hear it repeatedly in her background. I also think that's an amazing tactic that Megan is using where every time you see her on live or if you see her post a video, her music is playing in the background. Um, Because I I always got a question. Do you you get tired of hearing your music? But the sad part is, Mm. as much as I listen to it, I guess I really can't ask. But And I guess the same, but it would be worse for her. Because not only is she listening to it all the time, she had to create it. And then she's performing it every time. So you really would have to like the music that you make. Yeah. In her case. Because... Her marketing, which I don't know if it's her actually being aware that she's marketing like that, or if she is, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. But if she's not, then that's just smart on her, and that just makes me believe that that's God. That's putting her in a position to be where she is, because don't nobody think like that. Now she's out here trying to, like, you know, change the environment because she's trying to be a vegan now, mm-hmm. which is funny because everybody always does the... Well, this is where I am, so this is where you need to be. Mm. And right now, I'm loving it because it's Megan. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
But yeah, press is okay as a teaser. Like, if she would have came, huh? And then went all into banging. Right. <laughs> but yeah, with um, press, I believe it's a good song. I think it should have been, um, hey, I ain't dropped nothing in a while. And this is something that I'm putting out for y'all. And the single is coming in like a week or two. I want to talk about how fickle rap fem- female rap artists are. Like, it's, it's it's just crazy because it's like, we used to go into Nikki when we talked about, no, we used to go into Cardi when we talked about Nikki. Mm-hmm. And now we're going into Megan as we talk about Cardi. Like, why the fuck do, can, why can't women, like, collectively be hot? I don't know why. I feel like it's, it's doing it's a good a job thing. right now because Iggy's popping. Everybody's getting Cardi's their money, popping, yes. Yeah. But popping, no. Well, that's think... because Cardi pop dropped, but a uh, bad thing. I think everybody, well, not bad, but Cardi dropped press, which is just now circulating. Wish, wish, I think it's an amazing song. I played it. Cardi's still the number one. Bitch. Yeah. Wish, wish is also amazing. We don't talk about that that much because I think it gets overcrowded by the fact mm. that it was on the DJ Khaled thing mm-hmm. that also wasn't good as a collective. Mm. But no, at this point, everybody is where they're supposed to. Like, I think the only person who's really missing is Nikki. Because yeah, ain't but, nobody's talking bad about any of the other women. No, and they all seem to be getting their money. So, I mean, why can't we... But it just it never seems like... When Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, and Drake can all arguably be like the number one male artist. A lot of people have had that conversation. Right. But it's like we can't have a collective three number one women at the same time. It's just not... Which is it's crazy, and I guess nobody really thinks about it like that. Because um, I don't know how it is with women when it comes to hip hop talking about hip hop, and I think when it comes to men, a lot of men don't necessarily like talking about women as much. Because if we have an issue, no, I'm not gonna say we because I'm not in that number. Um, if a lot of men have a problem washing their own ass, they definitely will have a problem speaking on women rappers. Outside of what they want to do, but they'd be the sexually. main ones talking. Yeah, talking about how they want to fuck them. Right. So you might as well listen to what they say. I mean, because if we really want to talk about it, I would love to have a conversation about all the women rappers who's out right now. Because you know, even though a lot of them is popping, well, let's talk about lyrics. And to be honest, I feel like outside of Nicki, the women who are out here lyrically killing is Iggy, who's popular. I don't know nothing as about As much Iggy. as I love Megan, I think and the as hottest much as I love Cardi. bitch out here is damn old girl that be on Instagram. She don't even pop yet, when, See, which is sad. I mean, Tink doesn't get anywhere near the credit Tink is that she's dope. supposed to get. Um, I've always been preaching about Naima Supreme. I love her. Um, but if we want to talk about the ones who's in the spotlight right now. Yeah, these hoes. That's Nikki's the missing. Um... And Megan is killing. Cardi is killing. But Cardi's not putting out as much work right Cardi now. Cardi is getting to the money. And it's, it's she's performing it's and turning she's, me off. She's do she's put out the work. So now she's out there performing the work. But while you're performing the work, you're putting stuff out like press That's in trash. a situation where Iggy's start putting out started. Um Megan drops a mixtape that's on the billboard. One of the, uh, I think, 
I so forgot the specific. It's a mixtape. Oh shit! Um, I forgot the specifics, but for her, she's one of the first to do what she's doing. Yeah. So she got that accolade. Um, Nikki, once again, I want to say it's missing. Um, I want to say fuck everybody for not respecting Tink and her voicemails um, album that drops because she's deserved. Still listening. That shit was hot. Right. She deserved. Um, but yeah, the conversation needs to be had. And I think maybe it'll open more doors around the time the BET Awards come out, depending on who's going to get it. Now, there's most likely a pop- possibility that Cardi is going to get it because the way BET has been working when it comes to like Nikki and stuff like that, they give it to the person who's working right now. Exactly. But in a situation where there's Megan and Cardi and I forgot who else, I think Cash Doll might be. Cash Doll um, nominated as well. Yeah. So it's like in those, these women are all working right now. So I feel like if we're going to give it to somebody, we're gonna t- we have to talk about either Cardi or Megan because those are the ones who's bigger right now. And those right. are the ones that everybody's So Nikki's not nominated? About. I'm not that sure. Be... I think even if she was not, what did she put out to where she would have had to be nominated? Are we do give do we are we talking about Queen? Can that be nominated right now? It should be. Because if be that's nominated. the case, then I want to say if if the, what depending on what song, Nikki probably should get it again. Shit. Uh I don't know about that. Because it has, has to been be working, but what has Cardi put out for total package? Week? It has to be like a whole thing. Like, why are you Megan. the best? Period. Like, why? Why are you all around? Megan, I would say should get it this year, depending. Uh, well, Cardi or Megan, because Cardi is huge, and she's been working. Megan on the side of the fact that she's extremely popular, popping. And the music and stuff that she's putting out is all amazing. And she's good for the culture. Mm. If we want to talk about the influence on people. Because if that's the case, then Megan should win over Cardi. Because Cardi's out here working and she's putting out good music. But is she good for the culture? Oh, yeah. that's When you're comparing her to Megan. Shout out to Lizzo. Lizzo is high. Yes. I can't get into her music all the way. No, I can't get into it all the way either, but I definitely, um, I'm happy that she is popping. It's certain shit that's really good, but she's all over the place when it comes okay, to Okay, so Nikki and Remy are still both nominated, even though they have not produced that much work. But... Because I'm still waiting for seven, what, seven winter six summers? Some, whatever. Since Remy is basically Whatever the fuck it is, it's been that same amount of time I've been waiting. Shorty's going to jail for these, for these counts. She got four counts. Um, all fake. All of them are, she needs the realest judge, I mean, the realest attorney on earth, because she's, she's in some shit, mm. and I hate to see this. I cannot believe this. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Cardi Press was a thing. Um, I also want to shout out, um, the, uh, Kelly Rowland edition, Kelly dropped, um, three songs. Again? hmm We talked about this last time. Mm-mm. No, <laughs> I said again. Uh, <laughs> no, I talked about her last album and the fact that she's underrated, and I would love for her to pick a lane. But um, the Kelly Rowland edition, last time I haven't even listened to it, so I couldn't have talked about the music. But um, there's more information out with her actually saying that she feels, or people, or she's letting people know that she's aware that that people call her second best. To Beyonce, and that's it's funny that all the stuff is coming out because 
ooh, excuse me, that correlates to what I was saying last week or last episode to where I feel like she would have dominated if she stayed in like the electronic lane or if she um was if she had a lane. <laughs> like she she makes a lot of music, a lot of good music. But the fact that she's not consistent in any of those genres, we don't know what to expect. And it's like, you know, it's all over the place and you know, so that's that. But I wanted to shout that out, especially with the situation that she's going through now with the dropping that little EP and, you know, acknowledging that people say that she's the second best. And being second best to Beyonce is still a feat. Okay. And to be completely honest, I mean, who if we're if Kelly was actually had her shit together when it comes to music, it wouldn't be a lot that's touching her. Not only is she a vocal beast, she can dance. She's one of the best that I've seen, like the energy that she has when it comes to that. Like, you know, she would be better than a lot of women who is out right now. And um, when it comes to performing or whatever. So I just want to see, because Kelly's always been my favorite. Yes. Like, I respect Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah, personality-wise, Kelly's Kelly's been the favorite. Yeah. Because voice, dancing... Her music, because I honestly kind of like Kelly's music more than Beyonce's. Mm. But you have to respect Beyonce. Queen B. There's literally nothing else to even be said. You, If you don't fuck with her music, fine. You don't have to like her music. But you have to respect Beyonce. Mm. Like, you just have to. Mm. That is the truth. Speaking of women that I'm respecting right now, I <laughs> fuck with Ashanti and her global move. Yes, and looking good as fuck. Damn, Ashanti is looking great. She's like she's doing international um, stuff. She's doing, um, I think she's doing a song with Afro B. I've seen them in the studio together, and that's the guy who does who did the song with Joanna. And then you got her actually releasing a song with some um, Jamaican artist. Sorry, Jamaican people. Because I didn't even look up his name. But I saw her in the video and she's actually featured on the song. So I'm definitely encouraging artists to look for the international bag. Because overseas, they'll pay you. Or just paying attention to the culture, man. Like, that is an amazing thing. She's paying attention to what's going on and all that shit. She's been to Carnival in Trinidad. She knows what she's doing. She's been out here really living it. relevant. Just like Drake does. And people be like, oh, he culture culture. No, nah, nigga, you get a taste of the culture. It's so you crazy, can though, because I don't want to argue with you about this because I know how you feel, but you know, I still have to say what I'm going to say. But he, it's something, and I'm not saying it is what I'm saying it is, but there's something in me. And you know I go off of those vibes. There's something in me that's telling me that something ain't right. Drake is a pretender, yes. But... And that's all that I wanted to say. I, like, <laughs> I wasn't gonna go into depths. I'm not gonna like like trash that man. You got to be in business. Right. You got to be in business, and to stay at the top, you have to be the top. Yeah. So you have to do whatever it takes to stay at the top. I'd rather him be that kind of pretender than the other motherfuckers that be out here really finessing and acting like they really about some different type of shit. If you're going to steal an accent, steal a sound, steal a vibe, shit, do it. My nigga, if that's what it takes for you to be relevant and continue to stay at the top. At it. 
13, 14, 15 years that you've been on the top? Shit. He's good at it. It's no shade, no trash. If you're going to do it, you better do it all the way. He's doing it amazingly. Yes. And that's why why Tory Lanez is mad. And that's why Tory Lanez has his own lane because he be stealing the fuck out of every chink's tape. Chick's tape, whatever, however you say it, has been a steal. And all these motherfuckers. Like I was listening to um, Hitmaker and I'm upset with him now. Because he's he's overdoing it now, mm-hmm. like it's it's just too much, too many samples, too many damn samples. Where is the originality? That's I why really the little Nas X. X bullshit. Come on, my nigga, with that with that damn cover. First of all, what I really want people to realize, which I don't know if people realize, he's a troll. He's like he really is. Ever since he put troll. himself out there that said he used to be like a stand for Nicki. Or something like that, where he trolled people for Nikki and stuff like that. Never Everything knew. he's done has looked as if it's a troll. Like, so that's why when he's out here with the never the same cover, that's exactly the Nothing same. Nothing was fuck, the same. What the fuck is he saying? Yes, that was a trash, a trash move. Like, it's for you to say out loud that it's different. That's it's actually hilarious not, because. He's playing people. Nothing was the same and everything is the same. Everything is the same. It's hilarious. It's actually hilarious. He's a troll. He's a 50 Cent. He's a he's a Drake. Yo, 50 Cent is on a whole nother fucking level. And I can't wait until somebody shoot the fuck out of him. I just... Well, he keeps surviving those. So they're going to have to really? try harder. Like, blow him the <laughs> fuck up. Like, he's like Michael Myers or Jason or some shit. Like, I, you know, that I'll nigga is it. a fucking nuisance. Like He definitely is. When did he get like this? Um, what what's the offense where you like when you're naked on the street, like disorderly conduct? This, what this um ooh. or disrupting the fucking publics? Like he needs to get charged. Indecent exposure. Indecent exposure of your whole entire ass. <laughs> that's what the, because that's what the fuck he's doing every time he gets on Instagram and fucks. Because he's closet. playing the fuck out of people, and honestly, I get the Why? people. Who, it's like the bank letting everybody know what the fuck you be doing. Yeah. Like, I, I get the people who actually owe, but then he be having them situations where he's like, well, that person already paid, but I'm trying to get double because you shouldn't have did this. So now you got to pay me back again. And it's like, But what? he is and will always be a gangster. So it's like you're borrowing money from somebody that's automatically going to charge you interest. Right. So it's like you're that's making a bad move. That shit Omari was saying all the way because this is all rich people. Yeah. So when you have that mentality of I'm going to give him back plus interest, no nigga, I'm going to give you what the fuck you gave me. And that's just how we move him. We're not living that food stamp life. Exactly. Motherfuckers get over on that, the food stamps and shit too. Because from what I've seen, that shit take maybe $5 off. So I don't understand why the fuck I'm got to give you 350 if you giving me 300 Nigga, right. what the fuck? That don't add up. But but we were all music. We were all music. <laughs> but um, I was down with music when it comes to like 50, 50 is on a whole nother level. And that shit is crazy as hell. He needs to get... And leave Ro Timmy the fuck alone. Because he don't deserve... That nigga came for him like a fucking that debt collector. That shit is crazy. Like, as soon as the nigga hit, it's like, well, okay, give me my money. Okay, Walk well, nigga, how about bank. you get the money off of that track Damn. that you had? That's it. Yes. Like, if there was an agreement, and I hate that Ro Timmy gave him that money, because it's kind of like a lot of people are just paying him to shut the fuck up. 
is basically what but he's, that's what he's doing. exactly what it is that's why he's doing it well how he's doing it because it's live and it's in your face that you owe me money what he needs to do is fuck knows. with a nigga who don't give a fuck that's why he don't fuck with niggas and niggas that do give a fuck or don't give a fuck no not to borrow from him because let Brian Young the point black period had randomly brought our money which was some shit that he would have never done but what the fuck you won't be doing is out in that shit and if I definitely gave you your money back all that shit that you was talking you won't see me talk about that shit period I'm not giving you no time that you don't deserve exactly and Ro Timmy should have never did that shit especially if they already had an agreement and he just out here talking like a bitch yep being a pure shit. You got your money. You getting your money. But they now scared you gotta get of hundred thousand. That's what it is. That's crazy. Power's about to be canceled. Leave him the fuck alone. Like, well, not canceled, but over. It's done. But he wants to secure the spinoff. That shit is crazy. You gotta secure the bag at any cost. That's a lot of people are Steve Harvey in yep. life right now. Exactly. You're really giving motherfuckers your ass to fuck just so... You can you can get your money secure the bag, and maybe this is coming from a broke mentality, but somebody's gonna really have to explain to me why the fuck I gotta bend over <laughs> to make my money that I'm doing. A mo- majority of these it's motherfuckers are getting putting getting the work in, or you're doing the fucking. Right. Which one will you be? <laughs> like just putting the work in. These are not people who are just getting the shit handed to them. Steve Harvey is not getting the shit. Handed to him, so it was such a disappointment to see a black man that I was looking up to at some point continuously scared about the white man taking his money. What does that do to a person it, like me? Like what? What they say? You you are um, the age you get money is the age that you are with money, or something like that. So if you got money at a young age or before you understood what the fuck it means to value yourself. You're never gonna value yourself, no matter how much like money you have. I felt like that man was a grown ass man when he popped. But he so was what's the problem? probably still focusing on getting to the bunny and not getting to his own, securing his own bag himself. That's crazy to me. People have a lot of hurt to going on with that. Yeah, so I mean, they spread hurt. That's exactly what it is, and I can only rant about it because at the end of the day, I can't give a fuck because I'm not there, and I do understand that. There's different circumstances for different people, and people have different mentalities. So I don't never want to make it seem like as if I'm trying to tell a person what to do mm-hmm. or whatever. Because at the end of the day, all these motherfuckers got way more money than I have. I'm striving to get to that point. I'm just but, excited, yeah, that like, I'm not rich right now because I, I, I think I will fumble the bag. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna fuck a lot of shit up. Pride for me, I think is gonna get. All the way in the way, and I don't even know if it's pride or just standards. There's certain shit that I'm not allowing, and if I didn't have it before, I don't need it now. And you're not gonna make me do some shit just so I can be put the fuck on, like that. I'm not compromising myself because that's not my brand. Right. Wow. The brand that I'm trying to move is me. So exactly. if I'm out here acting like anything outside of me, that's not gonna work with my brand, and we can't work together. Hello. So I guess with me automatically going into it like that, I'm going to move a certain type of way because there's certain things that you can say or certain things that you do in those situations where those people know if they can get over on you. If we're already in this type of situation where we have a certain amount of followers, can nobody come to us and tell us shit? Can nobody tell us this is what I'm going to give you for you to put on? No. These are the motherfuckers I'm bringing to your situation. This is what I'm going to expect. The values are different. Exactly. So therefore, with this is what I'm asking for, and if this is not what you're giving me, then I'm leaving. And that's just it. That's it. Worth. Know your worth. I'm the motherfucker that you're putting out here. I'm the clown. 
I am the brand. You're making money off of me. Mm -hmm. So therefore, I need to get out what I need to get out of it for you to get out. I set the price. Right. And I set the tone. And if that's not what it is, then that's not... Because in 2019, entrepreneurs and all this shit, the money that you're telling me that you're going to give me is money that I can make. On my own. And I ain't got no problem yeah. working for it. So therefore, you can't just tell me you're going to give it to me and now I'm going to bow down and suck your dick. No. Or bend over and get fucked. That's it. That's not it. I, that's what I'm saying. You either going to do the fucking or you're going to get fucked. And I think I'd, I'd rather be the one fucking. And I just want to put that <laughs> on here now. I'm not. To say that type of shit that when we get to a certain point, I'm not budging on certain shit. I know what I'm worth. I know what I want. Yes, we collectively as a team know exactly. We have our own movement. We know where we want to go. You're not telling us where we're gonna go. We're telling you where we're going. And if it matches what the fuck you got going on, then it matches. But you're not directing us shit. We came up with this shit. Ain't shit else a motherfucking can tell us. And ain't no way in the world. Like (laughs) shit is crazy to me. Yeah. But um, real shit. That's it. Real shit. All niggas really feel this. <laughs> we want to go in the entertainment. Yes. Um. Mm, I feel like we've been on entertainment, so we've touched on it. On well, yeah, I guess it went from music to <laughs> I really didn't have music, and the music that I spoke on glided um, right on in. Show. But to be completely honest, I did forget. I wanted to speak on Melly. I've been listening to Melly. Um, album a lot this week. Um, I think off that album, Copy would probably be the repeat, but it's not the repeat of the week. Mm. I don't have one this week. Um, but yeah, um, shout out to Melly. That was a good album. I fuck with her. Yes, Melly was good. And uh, I'm glad you came around. Right? Because you put me on. Um, I want to speak on for a quick second. The R. Kelly situation, I don't want to, like, go into detail about it. I just want to bring it back up and say that that nigga is getting everything that he fucking deserves. Um, Jason Mitchell off of The Shy is very disappointing in this situation because I was really getting to the point to where I was actually following the episode. You're on and your And I was so excited about watching it. The next thing you know, I see posted on the page that... He had these allegations out against him. It's so sad. It's so sad. It's because, like, then Lena White came out with her statements talking about this is something that has been going on. They spoke to him, and he still kept on That's with the part I don't get. his shit. And it's just like, oh, oh, my gosh. That's the part I don't get. Like, first of all, he should have never had... A second chance, like this is not pre-K. Like you don't get chance after chance to 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 do a second offense because we don't know how far it could have went. Like it could have went further than this, and then she really would have been mad at herself for not yeah. taking care of it the proper way. <sighs> but um, and especially like now we're like fucking six episodes in, and our nigga is really really invested in Brandon. Like I, I'm hurt. I'm hurt because I had to constantly think like, okay, you cannot feel for him mm-hmm. because now he's fucked up and he's not gonna be there next um, season. And it's just I like I just don't know what they're gonna do with him. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want them to kill him off or anything like well, that. Well, the way the show is going, <laughs> might as well die. But like you had said in those situations, I it's like those certain situations I saw myself saying nah Lena should have just nipped that shit like when it was said in the beginning 
you know, that it was a situation, you know, just kind of get rid of it just in case, like you said, so it gets worse. But I also respect that she did at least Give try to handle chance. it and talk to him about it. And everybody had counseling or whatever classes they had to take. I felt like she did the rounds of trying to help a person who does have a problem. That's some black director shit. Yeah, like because I'm trying to give you a handout. Like yeah, you my brother, we don't I'm have your it like yeah. that. So yeah. I want to work with you and make sure that if this is an issue, let's get it. Especially if the person who it was happening to or the people it was happening to were okay right. with that happening. Like right. nobody was saying he has to go around the time all the work was getting put in to see if it was going to get better from there. This is my fear. But since it's multiple um, offenses, yes, that's the only part that makes it like, damn, that's the fucked up there's part. no way I can really talk this you one can't. out. Because he it's too many fuck, people. Sound like. Exactly. And I just can see him being drunk and like letting it all loose. But I just hate that shit. And I see that he lost all his shit immediately. His MTV and nominations, crazy. his... Spots so on multiple money situations. Working like that. Yeah, and and we were we've been watching him for a minute, so it's like, damn. He was the favorite on the show outside of um, what's the, the little, little boy. dude named the big dude? I Papa. love him, Papa. Yeah, I was about to say Poppy, but I didn't want to call no child Poppy. So uh, bless you, Frank. Thank you, thank you. Um, They're killing me. Nothing but blessings. They're killing me, small. Um, but yeah, like I love, I love them. So it's crazy (laughs) that this is happening, but I guess you know it helps to get over it. The fact that hearing that uh, seeing that Lena was getting attacked, it helped me knowing that she at least tried. A lot of people just want to cut it off, say a lot of, but she tried. She she said a lot. She said a lot of nothing. But what I did hear end up saying is that she tried to work it out. Yes. And that the cast and crew were all Still in on it. Uncomfortable. They were. And what after. the fuck was he doing? Like, what the fuck were you doing? And then what I told my sister the other day is the worst part is he hasn't said anything. He hasn't he said has anything. Not he hasn't denied it. Said anything. I feel like no public statement. No apology. No it's nothing. completely disgusting. The people who are coming out and saying little stuff. The fact that, uh, well, I don't even believe that he would do anything like that because she's not even that cute or whatever. And it's like the disrespectful shit like that. All of you motherfuckers need to go to hell and I hope Jesus leaves y'all here, here. Like, I don't even want y'all to go to hell nor heaven. Stay here. Let this shit implode with your ass the fuck on it because that shit is fucking disrespectful. Whether she is cute to you or not. A person does not deserve that shit, period. Whether we like the nigga who doing it or not. And the fact that he has not yet said anything is one of them situations where it's a give or take. Like, you know, it's either... It's a dead giveaway. Like, it and doesn't it, help you is what it. I would you say. You did it. Right. It doesn't help. It's, it's not cute. But none of that even matters when it comes to a motherfucker out there saying that, you know, I don't believe the shit happened because look at her. Or, you know, random shit like that. Like, oh, he was just trying to get into scene and trying to make it as real as possible. If a motherfucker is trying to make the shit seem real and I'm saying I'm uncomfortable, uncomfortable is uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't give a fuck how the you fuck you're trying to make it real. And with, shut the fuck up. Right. That's it. And keep your hands off. Go about it another way. Yeah, like, yeah. 
or at least explain that I'm not trying to molest you or some shit. I'm just trying to make it real. Well, that way no. she can come and be like, I don't give a fuck. Stop doing it. Yeah. This is another um, Martin and Gina situation. That's exactly. And this is handled correctly, I guess, compared to how it was handled last those the, years ago. At least there's a possibility that we're still going to get a show. Yeah, I mean, I hate that the first person's name that comes up there is fucking Jason Mitchell. Yeah. Like it says, starring I mean, I think it's his show. Jason I feel like fucking it's his Mitchell. Show. Yeah, it's his storyline. That's who we're really watching, you know? That's what it stems off of. Because then I'm confused at what happens to his family. Like, Coogie was a big part of the situation. His mother, I like the guy his mother is with. So now do or we not, not get those people? Uh-huh. Like, oh, I don't know if anything happened or whatever, but the mother did go missing in the episodes that I haven't seen her recently. Yes. But, um, yeah, like, what happens to those people who only are in the scenes with him? So now you're fucking up it's everybody else's money. All about Jacob Lattimore. Jacob Lattimore, and I ain't even gonna be mad. I forgot, because I did say that he was one of the reasons I was watching the show, too. I like Jacob Lattimore. Yes. I fuck with him. So it's about to be his food truck, his shit, and he's about to take over. Yeah. Because uh, Jason is dying. Because they're not giving me a lot of papa. Yeah. And if Jason's not going to be there, then you're going to have to give me a lot of Jacob. And I definitely don't want to see old girl, which is kind of sad. Because I could do the, without her. His girlfriend? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. If he's going, she's going too. Yes. Fuck that. Yeah. I mean, because she wasn't interested like that. Mm-mm. And that's just keeping it real. Like, I'm sorry that that, that was happened before, to her. That takes nothing you know, away from what happened to her. But, yeah, <laughs> like, she was bland and boring. And I didn't like that she never supported his character at all anyway. So, mm-hmm. therefore... I'm not saying that does not mean that she deserved what the fuck happened yeah. to her, but her character can go too. Yeah. Like, cause yeah, she didn't support him. I yeah. never felt she supported him. And I felt like she always looked down. She would start making her own money. She was like her fucking parents. Yeah. And that's just how that shit went. Yep. But, um, yeah, that's, that is crazy. I think it hurts a little bit more that it, he's black. Uh, let's just keep it real. Cause I really, He's black. This is a black set. Black directors. Like, black movement. We did common. Come right. on, bro. Like, like this no. is really good for us, and it was an amazing. And I really liked him. How y'all gonna let Power have six seasons, but the shot couldn't have six seasons? And all the, the Fifty Cent in himself in, in is himself. problematic. In so himself. why the hell and did they get? This is her saying that because she fucks with Power. She was giving y'all recaps on the oh, show. Oh, you know I love Power. <laughs> but I'm just saying the show was the best that was my this is my amazing. favorite show. this is like my favorite it's show black it's really black it's accurate it's done it's right accurate because it, Kane should have been that fucking yeah that's Ryan's tape yep. and it's everything I ever wanted yeah, I sure this is what I've been needing for a long time and here it is being taken away from me that's crazy we can't have shit for real. Fuck y'all, man. Niggas always <laughs> fucking up, whether it's they, through their dick, through their money, yeah. through their actions, and being rowdy. Fuck! Alright. Stay woke. <laughs> Let's get into it, because we do have a good topic, and I really would like to get and to it. And I forgot. But, um, yes, so, my stay woke is definitely the outrage that I've been feeling from, um... When They See Us, which is a Netflix um, series, four-part series that's got me fucked up from <laughs> from episode number one. Episode number one, I'm probably 36 minutes in because I remember pausing at 36 minutes and being like, yo, so am I really going to make it through or what? And um, my homegirl is the one who told me 
to watch it, but I had already been seeing it pop up, you know, they kept saying Central 5 Boys or Central Park 5, all this stuff has been popping up, but then, you know, she texted me and I was like, it's already on my watch list, and then today I finally came home after church, you know, after I was a little calm, and I got right into it, and 36 minutes in, I was, I was distraught, to say the least, I'm I was screaming, like, on the top, like, screaming, because I was so fucking upset, so upset, so upset, so upset, and I went off with my sister about it, because it happened in 1989, that's when the trial was going on, and that was 30 years ago, 30 whole years ago, and this is the same exact shit that we are seeing happen right the fuck now, this is the same Zimmerman shit that we've been seeing, the same shit that we've been seeing happen over and over again, and how it's really just not changing anything. It's just not changing. Nothing has changed, is what I'm saying. <gasps> yeah, right. Woo! I want to, um, I, I can't say, is it, um, Ava DuVernay? DuVernay. DuVernay. Yes. Ava DuVernay. Yes! Yes, her. I didn't even look her up, so I just went off of what Brian said. <laughs> um... Yes, I do like her. I do like what she represents, and she does do um, good projects. But this movie, this series, it was captivating from minute one. I fell in love with the characters from, like, minute one. And then when all of this sh- like started happening, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm too, I cannot deal. First of all, my main, my main thing is she's so fucking clever for putting in the Trump shit in there. Yes, the Donald Trump um, usage was lit because it's something that we needed to see. What the fuck? I want to <laughs> sneeze every time we get into this shit. Am I not supposed to say this shit? <laughs> like, okay, okay. Like, my whole eye is is just leaking because of the Are you thinking? Oh, I thought, it was, I thought she was about to say that. But, yes, the Donald Trump usage was everything because it definitely um, speaks to... The fuck that he's... I just can't even deal. I cannot deal, yo. Like, I cannot deal. And um, what I'm reading right now is what I mentioned earlier that he... Well, I didn't say it on the show. I was talking to Brian about it. The man paid 85000 for a newspaper ad talking about um, bring, bring back the death penalty. Bring back um, our police. Bring back the death penalty for 14, 15, 16-year-old boys that allegedly raped some white lady in the park. Like, what the... Like, the whole scenario of it, like, the whole story of it is so fucked up. The way they had these kids talk and... mm, The show was crazy. (laughs) The show is crazy. I'm in the third third part of it. Um, And my homegirl, she just texted me and she said... The fourth part is worse. And then my sister just texted me and said, am I okay? Because she knows how the fuck I was going off in here when I was watching it. Like, it's it's tripping me out. I cannot, I can't deal. I cannot deal. The fact that it's the same thing that's going on right now in 2019. And I was telling my sister, like, that was 30 years ago. And nothing has changed. It's actually gotten worse because instead of even wasting the time to go on trial and do all of that, they just straight killing these motherfuckers. These little kids. They're killing these little kids. And we see the side effects of what it looks like. If you haven't watched it, I'm, I'm just saying what it is. Because, you you know, 
if I explain it, it doesn't make a difference because once you watch it, you'll feel all of the things that you need to feel. Like, if you really... If you're human, you're going to feel it. Like, mm-hmm. it don't matter who you are. Um, my sister was like, I wonder how many white people are watching this. I'm like, none. Yeah. I really hope that a lot of white people watch this, but... Ugh. But what I was trying to say was, like, on Instagram, I was laughing about the guy that was a Trump supporter because I was saying, like, okay, it's interesting to have all perspectives on it. And I do applaud that. But if a black person still uh, supports Trump after, if you haven't, if you're not, if you're not going to watch it, you're not going to watch it. But if a black person who watches when they see us still supports Trump, it's really going to be mind fucking blowing because this man has always been the same. He's always been the same. And, yeah, and you know, people want to argue like, oh, he wasn't racist before when y'all was shouting him out, shouting him out on um, rap songs or whatever. But the man was rich. Like, niggas shout out Bill Gates all the time because he's rich. That's just it. It wasn't like, oh, I know him. I know his personality. I know what he stands for. No, it was just the fact that the man was rich. And that's what rappers were going to for that. But don't be bringing up, oh, y'all wasn't shouting him out, or y'all wasn't mad at him a long time ago. No, niggas didn't know that he was who he who he he was. Like, and we were referencing back to 1989 to hear him say what he was saying about the blacks and um, putting out ads, KKK basically ads out. You know, like we didn't know that. We didn't know that. And, I mean, I wasn't alive then, but people <laughs> didn't know that. Black right. people didn't know that as a as a people. We that pisses me off the fact that Zimmerman and and this prosecutor and people like that are able to walk around scot-free living their best white privilege or behind the badge privilege lives that shit is weak weak as fuck and then I also hate you know not even hate us but when I was telling my sister like the fact that we hear these stories and we be like, okay, like, not even, okay, we get enraged, we get upset about it, but then we move on. We move mm. on. We are, like, spectators. We're just on the sidelines talking about, oh, we making all these noises, we getting upset, but then we don't do shit about it. And then my sister was like, well, what the fuck, what can we do? Like, we see how, you know, people lie against you, people steal again. Like, it's just going to cause a series of effects where black people will never be heard over white people, ever. You know, as long as white people have the ruling of the country, it's not going to happen. And really, they be trying to have a ruling over the world, but some places they shut that shit down. But in America, unfortunately, white people still have the motherfucking number one spot. But, but black people can definitely rise up to the occasion, but we got to stop hating on each other. And it's just too much. It's, it's going to take a lot. That motherfucking thing right there is it. Yeah. That is it. We have to stop worrying about each other. Mm-hmm. What the fuck we got going on? All that judgment shit. None of that shit yeah. matters when the world is against us. Exactly. Let's stop playing games like we some hoes and do what we need to do. That's Everybody it. Everybody needs to get out their feelings because the bigger picture is that they want to they're killing us. They don't give a fuck about us and they're throwing us away and saying that we're monkeys. Just 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 today the Airbnb situation came out where a host or yeah, was calling black people monkeys. Like and on the um documentary, they the the people that were at the park were saying that they were making animal sounds, basically calling them monkeys when they were at the park. 
It's not, nothing has changed. And this is 30 years later. And the same descriptions and the same fucking derogatory words are being used against the black mother, black people. And, and the worst part is the fucking KKK leader is now the president. Like. That's it. What the fuck? That's the type of shit that I don't like. Like, I'm not asking for special treatment or anything like that. I'm asking for understanding. Is like, because let's be real. And they were like, fair? What the fuck is fair? It's not fair. fair. Nothing is fair. Like, in a world where we're literally enemy number one towards everybody, y'all really get it fucked up when we act a certain type of way or if we don't want to deal or if we lose control and rage the fuck out. Like, how do you think it feels to be the number one enemy amongst all races? Yep. Nobody down to the Africans, down to the Africans, down to our own. Yeah, we have to fight y'all and us. Y'all can't think that that shit is okay. Y'all can't think that after like shit like this that we're okay mentally. We're not. We're not. There's no way to be okay. It's when impossible. When you're living in America Almost. and you're trying to live your life, and we still got to be strong, and we want to go out and do shit. And then in the fact, when we want to go out and do shit, we also have to deal with the fact that we don't know what the fuck is going to happen to us when we go out. And y'all are trying to say that we don't have PTSD and we don't have other type of mental mental disabilities and shit like that. That shit is crazy Mental handicaps me. because yes. of, of this exact reason. It's been a cycle of fucking bullshit that has not stopped, that has not been resolved. We have never that got a break. That has not been reprimanded. Nothing has happened for these things. And actually, it's getting worse. And yes, the shit does happen to other races and shit like that. But those same races are coming at us. So it's like they have... So we're literally... And that's all I'm saying. That is not to take away from anybody else's struggle. That is not to take away from shit. That is literally just saying... Look at what is going on. You can control the other racism that happens around the world because it's against their own kind. So it's like you can move along because black people move along with each other all the time, even though they have issues with one another. Yes, there's people that die. Yes, there's people that, you know, end up in where they end up. But shit happens. People are take care of it. But to be compl- in living in the same country, in the same environment as somebody who is your oppressor, somebody that's also your biggest enemy, how the fuck do you handle that every day on a daily basis? And, and on top of that, these motherfuckers to be... are also trying to be us. So not only do we have to deal with the fact that y'all hate us, we also have to look at the fact that outside of you hating us, you're dressed like us. You talk like us. When the they do like it, it's cool. Us. But when we do it, it's a fucking problem. So it's like, how the fuck can we look at a person who is literally trying to be our culture and be a part of this shit and also hate us at the same time? Who's giving you this shit to live by? Because if Them, you take us because out, they, who's going to be your seasoning? They, exactly. Who going to spice are you up? the sauce, we're the spice, we're everything nice. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're legit, all of the shits. But <laughs> I cannot deal. I'm not going to deal with all of the shits that, that, that's happening. In the and what it came to town to was what I said was that I personally don't want to raise my children here and I don't want to live here and and live in this constant fucking worry 
of of what's going to happen to my melanated children because there's somebody out here trying to worry about how they walk, how they talk, how they dress, how they move, why they look like this, why they elevate like this. Everything that we do is being watched by a fucking microscope and it's too For much. For multiple reasons. We're being watched For to get arrested. Reasons. We're getting watched because you want to move how we move. All this type of shit. We're getting watched for so many reasons. And I will not. I will not participate. Especially if my money is right. I'm moving. I'm moving and I'm giving away. Okay. Because I'm giving them I'm a better life. And I'm giving. <laughs> exactly. Where people are not going to give a fuck about who we are. Everybody's at their level. And they can coincide. They can work together. And they just live in normal life. America has always been this bitch. This is the same bitch that it's always been. And it's actually getting worse, like I keep saying. And the people just keep closing a blind eye to the whole situation. And this is what we didn't talk about last um, time we recorded was abortion situation. Where all these little states coming out, oh, Democrats, Republican, white people, fucking white people, that's who it is, keep coming out and try to set the laws on what the fuck people can do with their bodies. Women can do with their bodies and what people's lives are going to be having to shape as because of this fuckery. And this is that make America great again bullshit because when people get raped and stuff and have to keep their child because of some bullshit law that has nothing to do with anything, you're going to cause people to go to black markets and get abortions and cause new kinds of shit to happen. And new kinds of diseases, new kinds of fucking stupidity. Like, we're headed to a really dark place. And it's really crazy. And it's really crazy. And the fact that the abortion laws are greater than the gun laws is bigger mind-blowing. That's a bigger mind-fuck to me. Because how many people are um, shooting up schools versus how many people do you give a fuck about getting an abortion? Like, I don't give a fuck about who got an abortion. I I'm don't. Sorry. I'm sorry. It sounds crazy. It might sound it crazy. It doesn't but... sound bad at all. Your business is your business. Exactly. And whatever the fuck that person got going on in their life is their business. Exactly. You can feel however the fuck you want to about it, but it doesn't have shit to do with, with them. Like, But them kids that's dying... In their schools? Y'all gives no fucks about. There's children mm. who are in camps and shit. And you're out here talking about things that yeah. are not exactly. even formed. Exactly. That don't have their own thought process. That is living in someone else's entire body. But you Me, all up in there. Exactly. But Me you're not worried about kids. them kids being separated from their parents in the border. Real live kids who were born. Exactly. Y'all give no fucks about those. And actually are dying on the at these camps. They're dying. And they're... y'all worried about who's killing their children willingly while y'all out here killing people's children. Fucking Actual sicker. born years old kids. You're out here showing more concern for something that is days old over something that has friends, that has family, that has a willing life, their own family. mental thought process. Parents that Y'all are give willing. no fucks about that, right? Exactly. No fucks. But let's be real about it. You put some shit like that in place and then motherfuckers who aren't white start raping y'all white women and then we start populating more, then that'll be a problem, huh? Y'all, they but do you not see babies, huh? the cycle right there? That's what the point is. Like, oh, I rape us. Somebody gets raped. 
they keep that child. They get to take away the father of that child, to put them in jail, populate the, the jail cells, and cause more black men or men in general to be off 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 of the grid. Not only is that more male jail population, that's more women mental illnesses. Yes. That's more children who will grow up in unstable homes. Exactly. In environments. It's Y'all are not even considering the children problem. who are also who, who are already in homes who have nowhere to go. Now you're about to put a situation in where somebody who didn't want the baby, who couldn't do anything about it had no influence in that situation at all to keep something that they were not mentally prepared for which is now putting two people in danger of something happening y'all don't give a fuck about that that's gonna be a cycle and then you got gentrification where your homes are being taken and you just got a cycle of fucking bullshit and I don't want to be part of it I just find it really crazy that Motherfuckers who came and stole the land are legit out here making laws to move the people who live here, the people that y'all brought over here, and all this other shit out. Like, what so the they purpose? can have the whole country to themselves. And guess what's going to happen when that happens? They're going to fuck it up. It's going to be ruined. Because who are they going to turn to for y'all the season? Y'all going to flood this whole shit out at the end of the day anyway. So y'all making all these moves. But I understand government and religion want to be the same thing, but they're not. Because at the, de- at the end of the day, you making all these decisions. He's going to flood this shit the fuck out. And I want none of this shit matter. And the majority of the motherfuckers, if we are going by that good book, the majority of the motherfuckers who are out here moving the way that they moving ain't going nowhere but on this motherfucker right here that you are already on. Mm. And that is that. So I hope the decisions that you are making are within the same mindset that I want to be here forever in purgatory, bitch. Because mm. that's what the fuck earth is. Okay. That, but it really is. Like, this shit is crazy. It's crazy because it just has no end. It has no end. Because that is good and all. Because we do know that this will come to an end and everybody will get what they deserve at the end of it. But well, in the meantime, in the shit in between supposed to be ending since I was born. When nephews are in place, when friends are in place, when boyfriends are in place. When, when lives when, are at exactly. stake, man. Like, this shit is crazy. People are out are alive, and you have to worry about things like this. Like one day, I, my son could be at the park, or my friends could be at the park, and this happens to them. That shit will blow me. And then if my if I, whatever may happen, and I can't abort my child because the law is in place, fuck the bullshit. Fuck the bullshit. Which at that point isn't even if we're dealing in science and stuff like that. Is it your child? Like, because that makes it seem more personal. Right. But what it really is, is something completely different that they're trying to make into something that it's not. Exactly. Because they don't understand or care to understand. It's moral grounds. They're using God in a lot of this. And it makes no sense. It's the same damn thing. Is what I'm trying to say from the whole beginning of the state woke is that this is literally the same cycle of history that's repeating itself over and over and over a fucking again. They want to have people populate this. Like, it's just about the poverty and the gap and to make sure that that gap is never filled and that black people can never elevate to be the point 
of where white people are. The fact that only like ten percent of black people are rich in that in that top top tier of mm-hmm. money is is ridiculous. Like there's so many issues here. There's so many issues here. And that's why I'm like with Jay Z and Beyonce and all these top paid motherfuckers, like why are they not doing anything? Why are y'all not doing anything bigger than this? Bigger than the little things the bot of the neighborhood or I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. Why can y'all not stand why is Kim Kardashian letting more motherfuckers out than black people? People have different mentalities and different wants but it's and needs. Everybody. But we I See, those are the tricky parts because a lot of the people who are making it are in situations who probably would have the same mentality as me until they probably get to a certain point where they're tired or want to do a certain point because I feel like for me, yes, a lot of this shit is going on, but I feel like when I make it, I just want to take a second. I want to be able to sit in. I don't have to stress about the shit that I've been stressing about my whole entire life. And then I think people get lost in that. I don't have... Yes. The loss in that is the problem. Because I'm not taking away from the fact that I'm going to celebrate my life, especially when I get to the places that I want to get to. Yes. But I don't want to ever forget the things yeah. that made me upset. And like it's just like... I'm upset. But when <laughs> I say that, that's kind of like coming from a place of when I was watching the Wu-Tang documentary. Mm. RZA had this whole thing like if they continued in the past... No, I don't know if it was RZA. It was either RZA or, um, I forgot the other guy's name, the light-skinned guy. But they was basically talking about they could have bought blocks. They could have bought whole communities and areas if they would have went in the direction that they was trying to go in in the beginning. But everybody kind of, it seemed like, got lost in their own thing, and this is what they want to do. And But in that situation, I get it because it is one of those, like, that's the vision that you had for everybody to do, but that's not necessarily their vision. But it's one of them situations where it kind of do show that people do get lost in themselves. In the money. People get lost in the money, Mm -hmm. get lost in your own selfish wants and needs. But we are going to tackle everything in due time. Let's tackle this topic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're about to get lost forever. Yes. Um, do you want to do yours or let's mine? just do both okay? as they relate because um, you introduced it, so I want you to go ahead into it and then I'll piggyback with mine. Um, so yeah, um, I just had a random thought with in the week, and I do believe that at some point it was kind of brought up on the podcast, but um, when you know we was talking, but um, I wanted to ask the question. What do you bring to the table? And how do you believe you are different from others? Mm. Yes, friend. And (laughs) when I say things like that, I mean it in a sense of, you know, what do you bring to your relationships as in, you know, um, friendships, sexual relationships, you know, life partners, Mm. those type of things. What are you bringing to it because a lot of us do this thing to where we know what we want from someone else but I don't hear a lot of us saying well this is what I'm bringing like a lot of it just sounds like you want the other person to do the work oh yes and you just want to reap the benefits of said work Mm. that's funny because I was just uh, writing down what I bring to the table the other day (laughs) and I was like yeah because I listened to this thing on 
meditation thing and it was talking about you need to write down your values and your core principles and mm-hmm. the things that you know that should not waver right. you know with you and it kind of like led to why I value certain things because I'm this kind of person mm-hmm. so that's where I took it when you sent it to me <laughs> when you sent it to me yeah like see that's one of the things like you know however a person takes it whatever is legit just the topic mm-hmm. and you know where you want to take it um I guess for me I don't know like cause it's I like that question and I do want people to start asking themselves that a lot more um I would like to see how I would be in a real serious relationship mm. um I want to see how I would be and what I would bring to the table when I'm in a situation that I believe is leading to marriage something that I think could lead to kids or you know something like that Mm. Um, so I can really only go off of you know now and I've been trying to think about it and know what I bring to the table and to be honest I don't think I bring a lot Um, (laughs) and that's just me saying it because I mean I've said it's a lot on the show that I'm really not all the way in a relationship because I don't think that I can give a lot to it right now Mm. But there's certain traits about me that I feel like would be great for a relationship. And that is what I bring. And that's what makes me different from other people. So I at least want to start off with saying that I know my honesty is different from Uh. others. Because not only am I telling you that in the beginning that this is what I want from the situation, I'm also giving that to you. To where, mm. in a sense, I I feel like I'm forcing you to be honest. So when you talk to me, I'm saying some stuff to you, and that le- and if you know, and that helps me filter out who real and who ain't. Because if I'm saying this type of stuff to you, and I'm coming at you, all on how you handle that is how I feel like we're gonna go forward. Like so, when I'm talking about honesty, I necess- I believe when if you're doing something wrong, I'll bring it up. If you're doing something right. I'll bring it up. I'm very reassuring or I'm very, you know, oh, you know, what you did was amazing. Like, I love that you do that. You're the only one who can do shit like that. Mm. You're beautiful. All that type shit I'm bringing to the table. I'm encouraging. I feel like I'm great at encouraging. Mm. I want you to be your best self and I want you to feel that you are being your best self even in the moments where you're not. Mm. So, I think in those situations, I really am, you know, I really do shine a lot in those because I'm saying it and I'm also giving it to you to where now I feel like I give you no choice but to give that back to me. Like, I learned that about reciprocity and stuff and, like, psychology class and stuff like that. And ever since then, that's, like, been my favorite word. Like, what I give to you, I want to receive. Like, I really do feel like that do unto others as you want them to do onto you is really my thing. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want you... If I wouldn't want somebody to do that to me, I wouldn't do that to you, which in a good amount of situations, it's kind of like me being crazy in no sense where people people be like, well, you know, these are things that a person is supposed to do for you and all that type stuff, and I get lost in that. Mm. But if I honestly feel like I wouldn't want to be bothered with that, I wouldn't do that to you. Now... You can come and say that I don't mind doing those type of things, but I want to be clear that those are not the things that I would be giving back to you. Mm. But, um, oh. Um, 
Yeah, right. But that sounds bad. <laughs> put it like that. But no, it's literally just stuff like you know, little, little things. Like I'll give an example. Like um, the other day, my sister was saying something about you know I had did something early in the morning or whatever, and I didn't wake her up for it. Mm. And I, she was saying that that was very disrespectful or whatever to like not. But I literally in my head, I'm like I wouldn't want her to wake me up for this. Right. Like, so I don't want you to feel comfortable to do something that I'm doing to you because I don't have the same reaction as you would. Mm-hmm. So she had to tell me that she would be okay with that to where now I would be okay with doing that. And we also have the understanding that I don't like that shit. Mm. So if you're okay with it, then I'll do that for you because you pointed out that you're okay with it. Right. But I'm also pointing out that I'm not. So don't do it. Um, I feel like, and so yeah, that's like I. Def- I fuck with that because it yeah, makes sense. if I mean, I can't. Yeah, I can only do so much. I think in those type of situations, like so, that's where communication is really good because there's a lot of shit that I don't like. So there's a lot of shit that I won't do to you. Mm-hmm. So you would have to tell me that you're okay with those type of things, but you would have to also be okay with I may not feel the same way about that. So, um, too real. I think I bring comfort. Yeah. Um, I notice that people are comfortable enough, you know, to talk to me about things. And that was partly why, like, in the beginning, I kind of wanted to go into psychology and stuff because I felt like if I had a situation, you, you know, be. to where, you know, people are talking to me anyway about the issues, why not do it professionally and get Ooh. paid to do it? You know? This is real. <laughs> Um, I think I bring stabi- stability. Yes. Um, bills are important to me. Um, I know I'm not going to cheat. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not going to do a lot of the fuck shit that, that's going on out here uh, that a lot of people are doing who are around the same age as me and stuff like that. So I think a lot of our issues, if you were in a relationship with me, would be other things. Like if we just were not compatible. Or, you know, certain shit like that. Or maybe our families don't vibe. Or Mm. maybe I don't like the shit that you do. It would be simple shit like that that would have, you know, a person, like, end it with me or me end it with them or something like that. Because the shit that a lot of people are doing out here that they're breaking up for is not a thing. Like, Mm. for me. Like, I'm not going to cheat. Like, I feel like that's childish. I'm not going to, you know, I have... I don't want a person to just take care of me. So I'm going to have a job. I'm going to be contributing. I'm not going to have you feeling as if you're doing everything by yourself. Like, I'm not for the gender roles and shit like that. Like, what needs to be done needs to be done. And that's just it. And anybody who has, who deals with me has to also understand that we're not doing no gender shit. Or right. not, oh, I'm a girl, so I can't or can do this. Or I'm a boy, so I'm supposed to do or not supposed to do this. Like, yeah. this that, that type of shit don't vibe with me or whatever. So it's like, you know, we won't, I don't think we'll have those type of situations. Like, I'm not going to be a nigga who see dishes in the sink and be like, oh, that's her job. Like, I'm a help. Like, if you're trying to clean the house, we're going to clean the house. If you're trying to wash dishes, we're going to clean dishes. Like, you know, if you see me out there watching the motherfucking car, let's turn this into a thing. You help me. Like, that's just not, like, a thing. Mo- like, that's, right. yeah. So, 
We need um, to be equally equal partners. Yeah, like a relationship is working. We already got too much shit against us to also be putting shit against us. Exactly. Like it's all it's already a lot of outside shit that's gonna be an issue. I feel mm. so we shouldn't be creating the issues inside. I'm a strong advocate for if it needs to be done, do that shit. Do that shit. Do that shit. Because I guess that could be like the parenting in me or whatever. But like you sat around here all day and ain't do shit because you was waiting for me to do it. Like yeah, that's the job. That's that a problem. I'm not asking you to motherfucking change the oil and shit. I don't do that shit. I don't know how to necessarily do that shit. That's not what I'm asking. But what the fuck you not going to do is sit in the house all day because with the trash tanking my shit up. Exactly. And because you believe it's a man's job to take out the garbage, you let that shit sit in the house all day. That's where your ass gonna get cussed the fuck out because that's doing that. not gender. That's disgusting. You just being lazy. Yeah, like that's just nasty to me. You sat here with the stank ass shit in the house all day and waited for the man to come home to take that shit out. The fuck is wrong with you? Like, I don't understand that shit. That's the type of shit that I have a problem with. Like, I'm not gonna sit at home all day knowing that you worked and just because you're a woman, you gotta cook. So I sat home hungry all day. Because I'm waiting for you to do something about exactly. it. Exactly. That's fucked up. You got a job too. If I'm at the house, I, I'm a cook. That shit is too common. It's way too common. That's the, the funniest part. Take care of your own shit. It's basically what the fuck <laughs> like. It's 2019 and niggas are still out here expecting general. That shit is crazy to me. Like, and it shouldn't be. It's legit taking care of the household. That's it. Taking Everybody, care of your kids. You lay your head That's there. That's it. You need to take care of it. Just because she a woman does not mean she the only motherfucker that got to get up in the morning and take the kids to school and shit. What the fuck is you doing? Like, that shit pisses me off. Ugh. Ugh. Like, but yeah. Um. <laughs> so what do you bring to the table, Frank? That was your list? I feel like mine brings more than that to the table. I see. That's what I was saying. Like, I feel like I may have more... Like, or can see what I bring to the table, what I don't bring to the table, my flaws, my pros, all that Compromise. Type of shit. I feel like compromise. You think I'm a good compromiser? Yeah, definitely. Well, maybe that's what we should have did. Yeah. Maybe we should have spoke on each other. I mean, uh, we could, <laughs> so we can see, but I, I just want to add to your list because <laughs> I definitely know there's more in there than that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the table, the table is big. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I want to start off by saying I know she is different because I've never been around a person where people actually say it. <laughs> Like you, uh, there's, you I've been in too many done. situations where motherfuckers will come to her and be like, "You not, you not like them other ones. You, <laughs> you're, you're one of a kind. You, you yes. got no time." But that is also one of the thick reasons I fuck with her so heavy. Like I love her mentality. I love yes. the way she goes about things, even when she's coming at me about those things. <laughs> like it's, I love that whole that the whole package. Like. It's bad. I'm a, I'm a big asshole. That's what niggas. I think that's what I like. I'm not saying that she's an asshole, but I do believe I she knows. I love a woman who knows what she wants, stands by what she wants, and is not going to be wavered by anything. Because at the end of the day, that has nothing to do with her end goal. Like yes, the end goal is. Ne- I, I have the vision of what I want. Thank you, friend. That was beautiful words. Um, I feel so nice now. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I just yes, I feel like I. Uh, 
<laughs> I need to I need to reevaluate like all of the things because I feel like I bring a lot to the table, but I also need to make sure that I don't just give like fifty percent of what I'm mm-hmm. saying because I feel like I'm loyal for sure. I think that I'm considerate and stuff. I think that I try to compromise people a lot, mm. but in my tactics of how to get there are usually <laughs> asshole like. So um, yeah, but I I just. I need to, like, when I was really facing, I think what I've been really into lately has been the definition of words. I feel like we throw a lot of words around, but we don't really know what they mean to the core of it. Okay, friend, words mean things. Yes, yes. I say that a lot. Yes, so I've, like, lately I've been writing down, like, the definition of words and trying to live every part of that word. Because I don't want to be out here like, oh, yeah, I'm loyal, I'm this, I'm that. And then also another thing is that we all interpret things differently. So your loyalty versus my loyalty could be two different things, but we think we're loyal. You know, like, I think the gist of loyalty is pretty much universal, but the the depth of it could be different. Because what you, what you were saying about your sister was like, she thought it was disrespectful for you to go out and not mention nothing right. to her. And, I, and my sister says the same thing. Like, she would say, like, why didn't you wake me up for this? Why would you? My nigga, because if you wake me up, I'm going to be pissed. It's going to be a different situation. The fuck off. Yeah. Like, especially, I, I'm the rude. You think I'm rude in regular life. Like, wait till you wake me up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm terrible. Like, I will curse you the fuck out. <laughs> and I will tell you to go on about your day. Right. <laughs> because I don't want to see you. It's too early. And I've already... First of all, I think what it is is that I pay attention to people's mannerisms and their t- and their routine. So if I know that you wake up at six o'clock in the morning, I'm gonna try to make sure that I am out the way by six o'clock in the morning. And you have the you have the whole time to right. wake up and do everything else. If you know I go to church every day at ten o'clock, my nigga, be up. Don't expect me to wake you up mm-hmm. when you know that I'm going to be up at this time. Mm-hmm. You know, like, when I'm going to work, don't be in the bathroom, especially if you know whether we're sharing the bathroom. Like, just pay attention to my ways. That's why she my friend, man. Because she thinks, like, <laughs> the same way I do, like. Yes. Mm-mm. Just pay attention to the ways. I feel like that's one of my key attributes. Like, I do try to pay attention. Like, that's why people like me when I DJ and stuff. Because I know what you want to hear. Because I pay attention to what you're saying. But that's what I think that people don't do. A lot of people don't listen. No, they don't. And this shit is I'm crazy. I'm dying over here. Because I'm really, <laughs> I'm feeling what the fuck you saying. Because I'm legit the same way. And I did not know that you legit thought like this. Yes. And moved like this too. And yes. that shit is crazy to me. Yes. I'm so considerate to yes. how a person is moving yes. to where you don't know that I'm moving like that because that's how it's supposed to be. You don't it's know that I cleared the path for you because I know that's how you move. Get the fuck out of here. It's good. It's good. It's true. That's that's the, Those are the things. And one of my exes even said that shit. He was like, you you be trying to like make it like if I know that you like something, I'm going to try not to do that much. I'm not trying to like eat all of that because I want to save you that. Yeah. Like I, I try to do all these little things that go unnoticed and go unseen. And that's why it pisses me the fuck off when people are ungrateful because every day I make a fucking sacrifice for you, whether you know it or not. I do. Emma was in my house this week. <laughs> I said, I didn't talk to her that much, but she was in my house. I be telling you, week. when we get on here, we we be on. We she be right here. This shit, cause we right here. Yo, that shit. Crazy. <laughs> I, honestly, I'm freaking the fuck out. Cause that shit is crazy. <laughs> that shit is crazy. You are saying my shit. Oh my gosh, but that's a real shit. That's why I feel like I bring a really good chunk to the table because in the world of social media, in the world of 
so many distractions. I still try to pay attention to what the fuck you're doing and what is important to you and all of those things. So I feel like that is a big part. So in business, in life, in a relationship, I feel like I'm always going to be straight, even though I'm an asshole, even though I lack in other areas mm-hmm. of life. Like, I feel like that part is going to carry so much weight because it's something that people don't do. It's really rare for you to find somebody that really gives a fuck to make sure that they make a sacrifice. Because I enjoy some of the shit that I make a sacrifice for. But I want to still make sure that you're getting an equal portion of my care. I care for you, too. Because I could be selfish as fuck and not give a fuck. (laughs) Ron is like, oh, shit. (laughs) You just gave my life Yo, that shit is crazy, though. I like that shit because I was not expecting you to say that, but that's legit. And it made me realize that I also do do that shit to where I could have put that in there. Like, that is a positive trait. That is something that we do bring to the table that a lot of people don't even notice that you're bringing to the table because you're making it so easy for them. You don't know how much I go out of my way to make sure you're comfortable that you don't even know that shit is happening. So so I don't get the credit or whatever because you don't even know it happens. And because that's how I move and I'm not one for the attention and I'm not looking for... You know, the shit. And like I said earlier, it's nice if a person recognizes it and go out of their way and say something. But I'm not looking for it. No, it's it a just selfless feels act. feels good when yeah. a person notices it. And that's all I be asking for. And But it's, I'm not going to ask you. But I do. I would love it. I would love it. I would love it. Like just, <laughs> just be there. Just be attentive to the fuck that I was paying attention to. Yeah, you. reciprocity. Yes, like it's a thing, and that's why. Like sometimes when I get in my feelings, like I'm not gonna do the shit, and then I stop doing it, and then I get mad, and you get mad, and we both bitter. Yeah. <laughs> because you're but not you didn't gonna know get it. That I was the one pushing this shit exactly. forward. Exactly, and I think that's when we gotta step out. And look back at the situation or look at us outside of the situation because if I wasn't going out of my way and doing this, would it be running as smoothly as it is? Mm. But when do you, like, I'm not going to drop the ball because of, of, of that. Like, I'm, I just feel like sabotage, self-sabotage is real, but group, like, if I'm connected to something and I know that I'm the oil or that I'm a big part of why it's running... I'm not going to sabotage it because I want to make sure that it continues to be something. I just, I, like, with, with a lot of things, this is in every aspect of life. Mm-hmm. I know that if I say fuck it because I'm not getting back the recognition or the appreciation that I deserve, it, it's going to fall apart. But why are we not okay with letting shit fall apart? Because it's, why? Because this shit is not moving unless I'm moving it. Like, and that's crazy. But that's your life. That's all of life. That's just our trait. <laughs> but that's every, like, at work, if you stop doing something, it's going to fall apart. In your relationship, it's going to, if you, like, with your friendships, it's going to fall apart if you do, if you do this. In business, in everything, if you just say fuck it all, it's not, it's not going to be It's not good. a fuck it, but take a step back and look, is, if any, is anybody moving the same way I'm moving? Or if I'm the, am I the reason this is but progressing? Does, does that cause bitterness? It's all how you take it. (laughs) Yes, it does. But after a certain amount of time, where like it's what you do with it. Because let's really think about it. I think that's the part that um, I'm trying to like figure out in those type of situations. 
if I'm not moving it and it's not moving, why am I the one that has to move it? So what do you move out of it? Like, what do you do? You either <laughs> communicate and bring it up yeah. or like, you know me, move to the next. But if you to... bring it up and they don't listen or hear you, what do you why do? Why is that a situation we got to be in? I mean, if this why is, we that's so why lazy? it's family and it's friends and it's people that you hold near and dear. And you feel like if you move a certain way, it's going to be affecting the loyalty, which is a very big part of the situation. But where does our loyalty come in? That's why I'm saying, are you loyal to yourself? No, we can't be. You have to be. If nobody's now, giving it back to us, yeah, and we're the ones making this progress, because let's think about it. Let's think about it like this: if this is this is how I'm cons- like thinking about it, mm-hmm. you know, in those situations where you're contacting a person and you're the one bringing up the conversation and making it flow, right. if you then stop and take a day. To see if that person was like comes and checks on you or hits you up, and the shit never happens, then you get it. You get your what am right I do? There. What do I do now? Do I try to make it work, or do I go back into making this situation run smoothly? But at the end of the day, and I think what I'm thinking about is my future self. I don't know my future self, and I don't know if there's something that I'm going to get tired of later. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's something that's going to be a detriment to me later. So I have to consider myself now and it's like if I'm the only one who's moving this thing, I feel like I may get tired at some point. Oh, you like, won't get tired. But I wanna get I wanna transition from tired to 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 my next like my next move right. without carrying on bitterness, resentment or any of that. That's work. Because I don't want to be upset with somebody because of this and this and this. And I don't want to fall out with anybody in a very ugly way because of something they're that could have been Yeah, and and, and they're like, are? "Well, why the fuck are you mad?" because I feel like nothing's changed, but mm-hmm. it's really something that we don't even recognize us doing sometimes. And, and that's why you gotta at least give the person. Yeah, you do, you do. But yeah. if they don't listen, that's on them. Right. But so I like that you that? brought up the five year that you know your, your future self because that was the second part. Yeah. Yes. Segway. Yes. So if you could sit down with the woman or man you were five years ago, what would you say to him or her, friend? Ooh, me. I'm sorry. Okay. So <clears throat> I got some notes. Um. <laughs> Okay, so I didn't actually expound so much, so maybe I will as I say it. Mm. Um, do we have a limit? No. Okay, no. so the first thing I want to say, because five years ago, it was around a certain age, and um, I want to say, mm. don't drink so much. Chalet, that's one. That's I want to say... We are equal on that. <laughs> don't drink so much. And, you know, because it's one thing to be out having fun and trying all the different liquors and stuff now that you can but the reason that I was doing it don't do it Mm. don't 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 do it um I want to say I did that's I yeah don't drink so much because the reason that you're doing it you didn't need to do that Mm. you didn't have to now that you you know time has passed and you know, you saw what happened with it. Like, it's not necessary. Um, I also want to tell myself, don't ruin it. Mm. <laughs> it's fine. Mm. I have a thing with overthinking. And just like 
in you know I guess five years ago that me having that whole situation of um, like oh shit I lost it <laughs> but yeah like five years ago I was in a different space mm. um, with me overthinking and stuff like that now coming out of it I don't I didn't have to do what I did and I know at the time I felt like that was the right thing to do but it was fine like you did that Mm. and I just wanted to let myself know that you did you did do that Mm. and that was another thing that I wanted to say you made a bad decision that you were still dealing with over something that you created in your head and allowed I'm talking to me it's really <laughs> resonated <laughs> so I want to say that you know in that situation yeah, it's, it's not worth it and you gotta go about it differently because the mentality that you had was correct how you went about it wasn't still dealing with that now <laughs> And it, exactly, and it's not something that I'm over. It's not something that I'm okay with. Um, I don't think I like the decision that I made when I made it. I think I just had to sit with it because one, I talked too much about it, so it was one of them situations where now that I put it out there, that that's what I did. Now that I have to sit with it. Mm. Or else I'm going to look stupid. But in a lot of situations, I feel like I either should have just never did it that way or allow yourself to look stupid. Mm. Um, that stupid shit kills me. I also wanted to say it is what it is. Mm. That speaks on a lot of things. Um, <laughs> and yes, you still believe you made the right decision over dropping that girl over a spider. Damn. Well, you want to tell that story? Yeah, she kept fucking with me. Um, I I don't... Okay, so as we all know, I say this a lot. Um, What I say is what the fuck I mean. Um, That's it. Um, If I say I don't fuck with spiders and shit like that, that's not for you to then turn it into a game. Or a project. That's it. Um... So leave me the fuck alone in those situations. I'm, I tell you, I'm not the best at responding to things and reacting a certain type of way. That's me telling you that these are things that I'm working on. So if you can refrain, please. <laughs> please. So, you know, I had a situation to where we was all chilling. We was all outside. It was a nice fucking vibe. That's what the fuck it was. It was one of them situations that you always want is like two, three, four in the morning. Mm. You outside with your friends. You sitting on cars, just talking and vibing about life. A motherfucker felt it was necessary to, you know, see a spider and then try to come at me with the spider. Now, I'm not saying that was the situation that I dropped her all the way for, but that was the last situation that I put up with. (laughs) And it was done after that because I just felt like you kept playing with me. You just kept playing with me, playing with me, playing with me. 
And that was what it, the last straw of it. I didn't want to come back from it. I left that whole situation and never looked back. Like, because don't, don't do that shit to me. Like, because then I have those trust issues and it triggers me. It sounds crazy, but you have to be there. <laughs> like, it sounds real. Like, because I even asked my friend in that moment when we was leaving, like, do you think I overreacted in that situation? And he was like, no. Like, you know, it. you did a good job up until it didn't seem like it was going to stop. Mm. <laughs> That's the problem. When people don't know how to stop. Exactly. Cause it's like, it's like a little kid. And I say that to my brother, like all the time, like, you know, you, I don't want to hurt your feelings or anything like that, but you know how kids get like when they playing with you and then, okay, now the game is over and you still trying to play. And it's kind of like, you got to like hurt their feelings a little bit right. to like make them leave you alone because telling them to stop or that you tired and you don't want to play is not enough. They don't give a fuck about they that. Get so you have to hurts. do something that's going to shock them to be like, oh, I don't really want to do this no more. And it sucks, but if you just would have stopped that stop, we would have never got here. And there's a good 10 to 15 stops that came before the cussing started. So it's like, what do you expect? Children um, don't get it. I still, okay, but yeah. So I still feel like I made the right decision in that situation. And I hope everything is well with her yeah. and things like that. Because, I mean, outside of that, I think it was a good situation. Like, I enjoyed it or uh, whatever. <laughs> it was fun. But after a certain amount of time, it just seemed like it was a lot of stuff building up and that spider thing was the last straw. Donzo. And that was it. Like, but yeah, like, um, that whole, out of all the ones that I had named or whatever, the, you know, you made a bad decision that you created in your head is the one that I feel like I would really have to have a conversation with myself about the longest. Oh, yes. Um, the drinking thing, I think, is a thing because I think I really had a moment to where I was going. And now that I'm out of that situation and hearing people tell me about it and stuff like that, I can see that that was crazy. <sighs> you know, but that came from something else. Right. And the issue. yeah, so but you know, I really think that whole creating a thing in your head and that being a whole thing, and that is the reason that I cut somebody off and stuff like that, and or don't want to deal. I think that is one of those things that I have to figure out. Well, no, because as of right now, it is what it is, and yes. there's literally nothing I can do about it. It's been years. Um, all that good shit. So I'm at that place to where I have to be like, you have to be good. It's been years. You've been living. Right. Like, that's it. Like, so I think that's where I am. Am I over it? Probably not. But have I gotten to a place of understanding? Yes. Mm. But, um. Keywords, understanding. Yeah. But yeah, like, I really want to talk to myself about that because that's something that I'm going through now 
in new situations. Like, mm. I don't trust nobody. Like, it's so hard. Like, what you tell me is what it is. And I'm going with that. But it'll be a lie if I tell you I'm not thinking other shit or oh, making yeah. sure that I... Because I think I think about everything so I won't be caught off guard. Oh, yeah. And surprised about something. So it's like a way of me trying to make a comeback for anything. Well, if it goes this way, I can go about it this way. And if it goes this way, then I'll do this and all that type stuff. But Yes. That's the thing. Yeah. When we have those self-reflective moments and we're all like, oh... That's the thing. I feel like that's the thing. Because I think we live in our heads, so we kind of make those decisions pre before we even know what the fuck is going to happen. We already made the decisions, and we've already thought about this outcome, that outcome, all kinds of outcomes. It's that overthinking shit that kills you. It do. It's an illness. That will be that will be part of the things that I would tell my damn self. Please stop <laughs> overthinking, because that was one of that's still a thing. For me. Right, that's still a very it big is. thing. And I think I'm get. I I think I am getting better with understanding that that is how I am, so I can maneuver around it. Because when you know you're crazy, you right. can deal with it better because you're literally like you know that's great like you know oh, that's yeah. not right and stuff so I can be able to tell myself and talk to myself that you're doing too much but um it's, it's real but it doesn't help when you're also around people who move like that so I think it's one of them situations where if I'm going to be a hundred percent better I gotta let go of those people mm. because I can say all day how much I don't like when a person lies to me Mm. and I can say all day about how it makes no sense to lie to me Mm. because I'm so understanding about shit and a person will still lie to you like cause I really I do feel like if you come to me real like I can't get mad at the truth I can't I have to respect it I think the respect is going to overpower everything else because in my head, I'm thinking, you know what? I understand it took a lot to do that. So for you to even respect me enough to come to me like this, put something in me. I like when a person likes me. All the way. So that's a thing that if I'm seeing that you actually fuck with me and this is how you're moving, then I can't get mad at that. Like that was... I could either put it in a lapse of judgment or you fucked up. But the fact that you owned up to your shit and all that, I cannot. But that's how I was raised. Like, I saw it. Like, when I was younger, Mm. if I told the truth, I never got in trouble. It's only when I lied that shit happened. And I think that that transfers over to me as an adult Mm -hmm. with if you lie to me, pretty much nothing is going to happen. But if you lie to me. Hold on, did I say that right? Yeah. If you tell the truth mm-hmm. or whatever, then nothing is going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. I can't do anything. It's like I'm powerless in that. But if you lie to me, that's when shit goes left. Right. That's when motherfuckers might start finding out about some shit. That's when, you know, yeah. your car might not work. Shit. Like, it's little shit like that. <laughs> don't lie. Don't lie to Brian. You don't have a reason to. And that's what I'm saying. And I feel like I give a lot of outs. I give a lot of opportunities for you to say certain things, I give a lot of opportunities for you to change your mind and all of that. So if you're not taking any of those, mm. 
and then it feels like I'm blindsided about about some shit or however something moves, then I'm gonna feel like that I can't. I'm not even me no more. Like that shit flips. Okay. Like I the all the fucks that I've had are gone. I can't even. I'm in my head saying this is wrong. Don't do it, and I'm still doing it. <laughs> like welcome. <laughs> welcome to the mindset. But that's it. No, that was real. I feel like you said all the things that are uh, that are on my list. Like when I was five years ago, was I was, I was twenty. Well, I was I'll be twenty one. <laughs> but in that transition of twenty and twenty one, and the drinking thing is really, like my number one thing as well because it's something that I overdid, and it's so funny because I came from a household where <clears throat> alcohol was around. So if I really felt like you know, it needed to happen. Like I, I wasn't really fiending for alcohol right. when I turned twenty one. Right. Is what I'm saying. Right. And for me to have gone so fucking hard <sighs> when I turned twenty one as if I hadn't been around it already was ridiculous. And the way I handled alcohol as a twenty one year old was fucking disgusting. And I'm disgusted with myself <laughs> for what I did and how I moved as a twenty one year old who was able to buy alcohol and get alcohol and be around it loss was another word for sure Mm -hmm. definitely lost off the alcohol and off the environment of alcohol and just being dumb making dumbass decisions after over and over again but once again like i don't take it as for a long time especially i had a whole dui I'm saying on the show. Yes. So, with the DUI, it really fucked me up. Like, it really fucked me up, but it really kind of helped me kind of see who's who and what's real and how everything... I really like that I'm able to learn the things that I learned from that situation. For a long time, I was so pissed at the people that were involved who were with me and everything else. And I was just, like, carrying that on me. Like, I really don't fuck with these people because of what happened and I felt like they allowed it and all these type of things and it was something that was over me for a long time but as I grow up I'm able to understand that I picked these people to hang out with one I I did all of it I I made the decision to not call out of work call out of work that day I made the decision to drive I made a decision I made all of those decisions so I cannot be upset with what happened because I made the decisions and it helped me weed out the people that I didn't need in my life anymore. Anyways, so I can't really be upset. And on top of that, I learned a lot of shit about law while, while, while I was doing it. So why the fuck not? You know, at this point, I'm able to understand and reflect on it. But during it, of course, I was pissed off. And it made me actually spiral into a whole nother level of bullshit where I was doing stupid shit because of that. And because I had already felt like I fucked up my life, basically. So I was like... What else do I even need to care about? I mean, I went to school. I graduated. I did everything that I was supposed to do. But in between that time, I felt like I had fucked up my life anyway. So whatever. Whatever happens is what it is. Like, whatever comes with it is whatever comes with it. But when I regrouped and regrounded and reconfigured, I realized that that shit was just part of what needed to happen. So as a 25-year-old woman now, reflecting on my 20, 21-year-old self, I would say... Watch the company that you keep, for sure. You know, of course, the no drinking, don't not not no drinking, but just limit. Watch your drinking. Wow, for me, figure out why you're drinking. Yeah, well, yeah, 
deal with the shits that you had to deal with while you were drinking. Yeah. No, because. I didn't want to just take over yours. I just, you know, when you said that, it resonated with me. Yes. So I just wanted to be like, understand why you're drinking. But it's that's the real. That's the real reason. Because why you're over drinking. Not why you're drinking socially, but why the fuck you're drinking every night. And once during the day and once at night. Because that's what the fuck I was on. You know, like, why are you drinking so much? What's the problem? Yeah. But, yeah. That's, that's that's the thing that I want to end the company. The company that you keep is so big because that's why you spiral into these nothingness levels. Because, like, when you feel like you're down and when you have a million people around you, but yet you still feel like you're fucked up inside, those are the things that you should be worrying about. Those are the things that you should be paying attention to instead of trying to mask with alcohol, sex, or whatever it may be. You know, because those are the things that we do when we're hurting. We try to pull on other little things to keep us going. But face the problem, my nigga. Like, that's what I should have been telling myself. Face the fucking problem. Face the problem. Deal with the problem. Love yourself. Know your worth. Watch the company that you keep. All the things that I'm telling myself now. Like, that I'm still telling myself now. Because all of it. And on top of that, I would have told myself that I am a very big Brand. I am a very big person. I have a very big. She's a fucking boss. Which (laughs) even back then she was. Like I even said that to you. That don't make sense. Because I was lost as fuck. So how the fuck was I exuding boss energy? That just shows. That shit is crazy. But but, mm -mm. that's how (laughs) it's looked to me. You know, because she always was the leader in the group when it came to how at her jobs and said you was the manager and. That's crazy. It seemed like every job you've had, you were the manager. It's like you walked into that bitch as the manager. That's some shit. That is some real shit. So that's what I mean. You've always been a boss because that was always the position you were in. Mm. That was blessings. That was foreshadowing. Things that I did not understand because I always asked myself or asked. I just questioned it like, why the fuck am I being promoted? Mm -hmm. Like, why am I being promoted in six months? I I should not be getting promoted right now because I don't feel like I have these qualities. But it was in there, but I just didn't see that in myself. And I've said uh, on the show, like, I didn't see myself for a long time. So, like, I would have just started valuing myself a long time ago. Because now that I'm getting into it, I'm excited about it. But there's still other things that I'm battling that I have to deal with now that you, when every time you get older and I was telling my friend this when she was turning 21, like it's only going to get harder from here. Like every year you get older, you get new shit to deal with. So you just have to tackle those things and the things that are in your past. I will also tell myself to forgive my parents. Like, cause that's something that hindered me for a long time. And even though I keep finding out new shit about how they fucked up, I just want to leave that shit in the past because it really is, Something that should be left in the past. Like, once I hit 21 and I started fucking up, I should have been like, okay. They were young. They, My parents were 20, 23 and 28 when they, like, you know, when they had me. So, like, they, they were not old enough to understand this shit. So, why am I putting so much pressure on them when, shit, I'm fucking up still at 25. And 28, I'm sure I'm going to do something that I'm going to be disappointed in. Like, imagine that with a child. So I feel like those little forgive, like forgiving and healing and working through things and facing things dead on, those are things that I should have been understanding or at least trying to practice so that now I shouldn't be like in my starting zone because I'm just now starting to get 
past shit that I should have probably been past. Mm, don't put no time. No, I'm not. Head. I'm not like, mad at myself, God. and I'm not like feeling down about it. I'm. I'm still congratulating yeah. myself for handling the things that I've handled because I know people that have not handled shit that they need to handle. Oh, we say that like it's still thing, something that I know is a, is a hindrance. Right, because it's something that I could be using. And first of all, I would tell my ass to drop the fuck out of college. But <laughs> all these student loans for what? Oh my god! Like I feel like I learned more, and I joke about this, and I say like my job is like my master's. I'm going to get my master's now because I'm learning how business works. I'm learning how people work. I'm learning how, especially with doing the podcast, doing my own podcast. I'm learning a lot about. A lot, and it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. There's so much fucking things that I could learn, and then like I didn't start doing my own thing a lot. Well, doing my own thing, period, until I was done with school. And I feel like all those years that I was in school, I could have watched some YouTube and learned how to do some shit, you know, instead of having to accrue debt. That's gonna be. I mean, it's gonna get paid, but it's just something that's on me for for what. For what? Because I'm not doing anything with my degree. I'm actually fell in love. My purpose and my passion is aligning a whole different way. But the degree helps. I love what I learned in school, yes. But was it worth it? Was it worth the money? No, not really. But I'm not, like, regretting nothing that I did. But I just feel like I could have done without. But here I am. Here I am now. I'm happy with my life. And I'm happy with how it's panning out. I'm happy to have the people that are around me and the other people that don't need to be around they gonna drop off soon and everything is gonna work itself out but definitely for my future five years self i know that's not part of the question i just want to make sure that i stop letting my intuitions go unheard i just want to stop letting that happen and i just have to listen and tackle and buckle the fuck down to them shits because that night with that DUI, a nigga knew I didn't even drive my own car. That's how I knew. Like, I knew that shit was going to happen. And the other times when I get in trouble with the law, like, I know I felt that shit happening, but I still do the shits. And even in life, I do shit when I know better, and it fucking pisses me off. That's my biggest problem to me. And then I don't listen either. <laughs> but that's that's the problem. That's it. Right. That's the tie-in. I don't listen not even to myself. It's funny because <laughs> it's crazy because I think I'm that friend that does nothing but preach. But I don't think we've ever really had those moments to where I had to come or even you had to come. Well, I don't know. I be going through a lot, and I think I talk a lot more now. But I don't think I really had to have those moments with you to where I'm really trying to get you to see something, or mm. we're really trying to like have this big like like thing about okay this is what you gotta do and oh my god friend right. I'm so like Santa's is just going through but this is how we gotta move after like we don't actually yeah we haven't had those things but I think in that sense for me I think it really comes from previous situations where I'm not comfortable cause mm. I don't want to lose her again so it's like, you know, so at this point, it's like, I think I try to, like I always say, I take myself out of situations to where I don't want to say nothing at all because I don't want to be in a position that we were in before. I feel like as we grow, we should be able to see what the fuck we can do. Right. I feel like but if we can... We're not moving the same way we were back then either. True, true. I feel like growing up helps you kind of... 
I feel like I say some shit and it can cut and hurt and all of that. But if you come back to me, then I know that you're made of the right elements <laughs> to be around me because it's it's just too much. I am a lot to deal with. But if you're willing to deal with me, then I'm going to be the best version of myself. No, I have to be a lot more if she's a lot. What? It has to be worse on this side. I, it can get bad. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, 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 it's crazy. But the main thing is that we are both... I, I feel like I'm happy with who I am. Mm-hmm. I know that you are happy with who you are, even though we have our shit. Yeah. For the most part, oh, no, I wouldn't want to be nobody in else. my shit yeah. at this point. Like right now is, I think, all on trying to fix and do better. But I don't hate myself. I'm not mad exactly. at a lot of decisions I make. It's more so if if that's how I felt at the time. Let's do something different to where you know I won't react that way next time. But I am who I am. It is what it is. That I am who I am shit really be killing me because I really want to pull that shit out. But yeah. are there things that I should be looking into myself and be like, okay, you do need no, to No, don't say this. that and then not fix. Because there's people who say, I am what I am. Yeah. And then just sit in that That's... and you end up like a trash person. But we're literally trying to fix it. Exactly. So when I say that, it's more so on the mentality of I am who I am. And we're going to work on bettering exactly. that. Exactly. That's what I wanted to make sure. Yeah, because I like who I am. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that I'm blunt. I like the fact that there's a lot of shit mm-hmm. that I don't care about. <laughs> or give a fuck about but I also want to be a better person for those people so how can I find that balance of being me and being there for those people and that's where I wanted to go back on with you being so honest about <clears throat> your whole situation it kind of made me want to because I've been honest with myself mm. and a lot of people I think do be honest with they self but it's a lot of stuff that they omit like that and they don't tell other people mm. and stuff like that so I like to like in those situations like when I was drinking and stuff like that it I think it came from a part well no I know mm, mm. it came from me trying to be something I wasn't mm. and I felt <clears throat> and it was one of them situations where Because literally my demeanor and who I want to be is just chill. Like, I'm not, I can get rowdy. I can, like, be in the party scene and stuff like that. But who I am is that chill person. Like, they make fun of me all the time. I say I'm like that clear eyes guy. The one that just talks, like, with no emotion. Monotone? Yeah, and everything. So, it's like a lot of stuff, even down to how I talk with my voice. I try to put more into it. Because Mm. if I talk regularly or how I normally talk, you would feel offended. Or you would feel like I don't give a fuck. In which... In a lot of situations, is literally because how I talk is it is what it is. Mm. But that don't have to sound like it is what it is because a lot of people don't, you know, register with that. Mm-hmm. So when it came to me drinking, it was a lot of me seeing these are the people who I'm around and these are the things that I do and I don't fit in with that. Mm. So I was trying to do things that mm. made me be able to fit in with that. Like mm. I thought yeah, that I right. was boring. Or whatever, and I wouldn't be able what? to keep the people around me if I was just chill all the time. Mm. But it's like being around Edna 
and the people that she was having me around and stuff like that, it's kind of like, I'm, I don't fit in with these people. So what do I do to be able to keep up with who I call mm-hmm. my best friend mm-hmm. and the people that she hangs around? Mm-hmm. And then there's people in my life that I felt like gave a lot of energy and was always, and that just never fit me. Like we vibed out and I don't think anybody ever had a problem with who I was. I had an issue mm-hmm. with that and I felt like I wasn't keeping up. Damn. So it's like, cause you know. I was cool with the people who can ride down the street and yell out the windows and trying to be adventurous and shit like that. Where my ass is cool with just sitting the fuck down somewhere and let's talk about some deep shit. You know, something that means something. Some substance. Yeah, but you know, so I think a lot of those issues came from me trying to put on and it amped me up because all, like drinking, all that stuff is amping you up pretty much so it's like all of that stuff is me but how do i translate this soberly Mm -hmm. and i couldn't in the only Mm -hmm. way so and i felt like i wasn't a nice person sober so to be able to deal with my family and to be able to deal with my friends to where everybody didn't feel like i hated them just because that's just how my demeanor was that didn't mean i hated you or things like that but that's just how i am so i would do things to like alter myself Mm. so i would be able to make other people feel better that's some real shit that's that's um, that's like it's it's like peer pressure grown up without the pressure. Yeah. Like nobody was telling me to yeah. drink. I was the one trying to get everybody to drink. Meanwhile, I was the one only drinking because mm. I was trying to meet your level. Damn, that's some. But that's that's some self reflection shit. That's some self stuff <laughs> that you had to work. Some self health stuff that you had to work through right. because that was just loving yourself and loving who you are sober lit whoever you however you come that's just something that you had to deal with yourself. and thinking back that's on that shit. it's crazy that i thought that because nobody ever called me boring nobody ever had a problem with being around me that i knew of like anybody that i've known would like come back like you know it wasn't i wasn't not getting hit up and stuff like that but I still felt like I had to do it or whatever. And I don't know if it was something that I was dealing with, like it was somewhat of a depression or something like that, but I just felt like I had to be on something. Stems from some depression shit because that's the same shit that I was going through. Right. I mean, because at that time, I'm seeing my friend do all of this, but I'm fucked up too. So it's like, <laughs> how the fuck do I pull my friend out of this when I'm fucked up as well? And right. when I'm in some shit. Oh, man, I'm telling you. It was some good times. Though, it was good it times, was but it was under bad circumstances. Exactly. Like, it wasn't, like, I can see if we had those times and my mentality was, I'm doing this because it's a good time and everybody is turning up. But, the reason that I was doing it, I don't think was a good reason to do it. The decisions made under the influence are also the problem. Mm-hmm. But I don't, like I say, I live my life with no regrets because it is what it is. <laughs> Everything that happens is for a reason. Everything that 
is happening. Everything has its moment and its story. It's part of the story. So I'm, I'm not going to be tripping off for nothing. Right. I'm but, just happy I made it to the exactly to see it. Like, we exactly. can still be living that and didn't and know And still young enough happening. to do shit. Right. And to be able to reflect it and be happy with who we are currently. Because that's that's the the key. Like if I'm gonna complain about who I used to be, I better at least be at a better place. You're trying to be. Better. Yes. Like I have to. <laughs> I can't be stagnant. I really have to make a move every single day of my life because yeah. I know that I've seen myself stagnant. I've seen myself be still and comfortable in my shit, and mm. I've seen how unhappy I was at the end of it because I felt like I hit rock bottom at a certain point. But I'm happy for that mm-hmm. because. Of my launch, my right. my losing your losses for launch, <laughs> so it all ties in. It all yes. ties in. But we have ranted and gave y'all all of life, the, all of our realness, and we're probably at what two hours and thirty minutes at yeah, this point. This is an hour and seventeen, and the last part mm. was an hour and twenty. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Who the fuck we are? Who point are black. You? Period. Okay, <laughs> and this is episode fifty-five. I'm telling you, we mature every episode. The same life. So it it really goes along with the order of shit. Okay, we we really do grow. Per episode, <laughs> but yes. you can definitely find us at Point Black Period Pod on Instagram, or you can tweet us or find us on Twitter at Point Black Pod. Uh, give us some questions, please. Yeah. Well, I feel like we're gonna talk anyways. Yeah. Who's gonna do that? We anyways. don't press that as much anyway, and I think we gotta press it more. If we really do want questions, because we say it on the show, mm-hmm. but we don't post it on page yeah. or anything like that. So put it on know, the story or something. Yeah, like you know. So if we really want it, we gonna act like we really want it. Yes. And- <laughs> you can actually DM us. We probably start putting some questions on the um, Instagram story. Try to warm y'all up. Yes. For it. But if you ever were in the mood, hit us up at Point Black Period Podcast at Gmail. And you can find Brian. <laughs> yes, you can find me on Twitter at Lucky underscore Watcher. You can find me on Instagram at Brian the Podcaster. We have not made the change to the yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, hit me up. Um, most definitely, if it's anything about the podcast and stuff like that, hit me up on the podcast page. Um, <laughs> that way, Edna can, you know, talk to you. I hope not. <laughs> Well, no. But um, I think I'm try. I'm doing a little better with you know interacting with people. I at least try to like like your stuff. <laughs> if you post, um, Brian better start interacting with y'all. Right. I just I have because y'all like Brian, <laughs> and Brian likes y'all too. He just be try- he be just you know. I can easily just not do, and that's the thing. It, it literally means nothing. I can just not do. I am done. <laughs> <laughs> So, but yes, thank y'all. Um, we appreciate this shit. We out of here. 55. Point- <laughs> we out. Point black, bitch.